No, and I why they, it. That's I why they cheersed. And I thought that was cool because it was like the fact that your beer would go into their beer and their beer would go into yours. That's how you knew that you that the person wasn't trying to poison you, which was a crazy thing. There's a lot of things like that yeah. where it's like, well, I'm only doing this so you know I'm not trying to kill you. Like the yeah. way people shake hands where you grab their wrist at the same time with right. the other hand. So it's like, okay, this guy isn't going to murder me. That's sweet. And every every time you greet someone's like that. <laughs> Why do you think old people do that? You know how old people would grab your fucking elbow? Oh, they really—they really just pull you in. Yeah, they want—they yeah. want to get to know you. <laughs> they want to get to. Every like, connection's important, man. <laughs> every connection's fucking important, bro. These old people fucking—they <laughs> just be really getting aggressive with it. Hey, man. Some are, some aren't, but yeah. Have you ever had someone almost like break your hand, shaking their hand? Oh man, yes. With the, the awkward part is like working in like you know the trades. It's like when you shake someone's hand. It's almost like a contest about who's got a firmer handshake. Yeah. Who's going to let go first? Yeah, and like I've, I remember this one. I'm shaking this guy's hand, and I'm like, this guy isn't going to let go before I do, but I'm not letting go before this motherfucker lets go of my hey, hand. Yeah, you yeah. thought, buddy. You thought. All right, you let go. You end this. And then you shake someone's hand that's like in a white-collar job or something or just work behind a desk. <laughs> like, and it's just like a dead fish. Oh, my God. The worst is when um, there, uh, some girls... I've had to teach how to shake hands because they like present their hand where it's like it's like a T-Rex arm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how do you yeah. want me to shake this? Good day, madam. Here, hand yeah. kiss, right? Yeah. yeah. Pleasant to meet you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Stick your hand out and shake the yeah. other person's yeah. arm. Hello, squire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a peasant, yo. I'm just saying hello. Yeah, man. But even like, even oh, like the thing where it's like, if you f- extend your arm with your palm facing down. So they have to like reach up and grab yours. That's a sign of like dominance. I think I didn't I tell you that before. Probably. I was saying about like shaking someone's hand. So if someone goes like this to you, like they they shake it. I gotta use it because we don't have no video. So like <laughs> if your palm is down to them. So if I came to you shaking your hand like that, it was like a sign of I think I'm better than you, which is a thing. So when you shake someone's hand like this, it's like a respect thing, right? You both yeah. have respect for each other. But then if even if you went like under like yeah, there's. <laughs> If you're coming up, that means that other person's got the better hand on yeah, you. Yeah, so you, it, that was like a thing for a while. I remember that. That was, my dad taught me that shit. My dad taught me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Don't let everyone, don't let anyone shake your hand like that." Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, no way, no fucking palm fucking down action, man. Oh man, I feel like there's not. Our dads don't teach us a lot, mostly because right. they're living their own lives now. Right. Yeah, but. <laughs> There's those little tidbits of, like, yeah. information. When you were hanging out with your dad, like, fixing the fucking car. Yeah. You weren't holding the light right. <laughs> hold the light steady. And it's like, I can't even ha- hold it. I've been steady. holding this for two hours, dad. Please just fucking stop stripping the bolt. <laughs> you ever had any uh, stories like that? Uh, no, not particularly. We didn't. I'm not a, not part of a household that, like, we fix cars. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. I know you send that shit out. Yeah, we send that shit out. Yeah, you're like, fuck that. I'm I, learning about it now. Like, my uh, my twin brother's in the trades to get into welding. And then I have, uh, oh, I have a great best friend who can literally rip apart anything and put anything back together. True fucking story. This man also can rep 300-pound deadlift. <sighs> Damn. Reps them. I've seen him rep them with ease, having a full-blown conversation, repping 300 pounds. Yeah, like, you're just talking. I'm man. like, that's twice my body weight right yeah. there. You fucking crumble. You're like, my exactly. back would just snap. No, literally. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I just changed the brakes, like the front brakes on my fucking truck. Uh, we did that shit like two days ago. Man, you save money, you do, but it's like fuck, man. They don't make that shit easy, uh-huh. man. They they purposely build cars so they're like, when this guy takes it apart, they're gonna want to go to the mechanic next yeah. time for sure. But yeah, we, have you ever done disc brakes? Uh, probably not. No. Whoever designed disc brakes, I hope they're burning forever. <laughs> Like, yeah. I swear to God. You hope they're fucking. It, one time, 
our good friend Ricky Callie and I took apart his Honda Civic's back brakes. They hadn't been changed in 21 years. What? They sat in an old man's driveway for 21 years. That's fucking ridiculous. The rust on those things was insane. It took us three weeks. It took us a week and a half to get all the springs out. Yeah, no. Putting it that. together was a nightmare. We're using like three different YouTube videos, trying to like piece it together from images that flash every 30 fucking seconds. Never doing drum breaks again. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like you forgot to use the WD-40. Oh, my, we had four different cans. <laughs> like we had the the specialty rust, the extra lubricant. I'm like, I didn't even know they sold so many different brand, like sub brands of WD-40. But they're like, I bought every specialty kind I could find. <laughs> you ever see the fucking Trailer Park Boys where he's? Uh, Ricky's like, uh, man, pass me that WD-50. they're like, what? <laughs> he's like, pass me the WD-50. He goes, Rick, do you mean WD-40? He's like, no, man. That upgrade shit, WD-50. He goes, I got that better stuff. <laughs> I just like, I guess, man. Yeah, man, fuck it. Fucking WD-50. That'll be something that we can come up with, bro. I'd, I'd buy that. You probably can't put WD in front of it, though. They probably fucking... Oh, that's... That shit. They'd sue the shit out yeah, of us. Yeah, they'd sue us so <laughs> fast. We gotta put, like, uh, FC, you know, FC50, you know? <laughs> it it has that. to be, uh, with trademark. It just has to be different enough. Right. Yeah. 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 You just gotta... That's what a lot of people do. They'll, like, switch it slightly. It's like, yeah. there we go. Even if you did, like, DW50 D- and, like, change the color scheme, you might be able to get away with it. Yeah. You might, like, might what are you talking like, about, man? Yeah, this exactly. is completely different. What do you mean? <laughs> DW50. It's like WD-40 in the fucking can. Like, you're stretching over. <laughs> <laughs> Spray it inside of our own can. Yeah. And like, there you go, WD, uh, whatever we said. D, whatever. I don't even know what we said. <laughs> this, whatever we fucking said. You like this fucking coffee whiskey, bud? It's great. I usually have it um, at the end of a long bay. I usually put like a, a ice sphere in it. And right. Just like sip it slowly. I just dump it in my coffee. You know, it'll wake me up, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, show up to work fucking just absolute focus. No, ain't no way fucking. Actually, I should ask you, what do you do for work? Uh, right now I'm still in school, but I used to deliver ice. Rice. That's what I used to do. Ice, ice man. Oh, ice. ice <laughs> I thought yes. you said rice. You like, were interested in the rice thing. <laughs> I, eat all, I eat a lot of chicken and rice. That's why. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. How'd you like that job, though? The ice oh, it was great. Eating. My boss was awesome, but it was hard work. It sucked. We, we had to hand bomb like seven, eight ton, uh, metric tons a day. So it's like seven, eight thousand kilos a That's day a by hand. It's a yeah. lot of ice. Yeah. Where was that at? What was that place called? Uh, Big Beaver Ice and Coffee Company. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I yeah, actually do know my ice. Yeah. I had the... I was uh, standing up in the wedding like two years ago, I want to say, and I had to stop there. Just fill up the truck with fucking ice, man. <laughs> and load her up. Oh, it's cheap ice. It's... it's it, yeah, it yeah, is cheap $6 ice. It's $6 for 10, 10 kilos right now. You so. can't even... You can't, can't even it. go wrong with no, that. You can't. Like, everyone needs ice. <laughs> no. I got We got ice makers, though, now, man. Okay, not everyone has a fancy-ass fridge that makes ice for them, Jake. They also right? break constantly. They do. Mine Constant. freezes. Yes. Mine freezes all the time. So, like, the pipe that actually makes the, f- like, puts the water, right, yeah. makes the ice, freezes all the time. Constantly. Which is a terrible design. You think they would actually, like, figure that shit out? You, you know, think, like, yeah. Well, no. We have to p- unplug the fridge every time. Just and let it frost thaw it. out? Yeah. 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 So, it sucks, right? That does it's suck. Because every time you open the, uh, the fridge, all the hot air gets sucked in and gets sucked into that mechanism, and then when it tries to cool itself down, it's having to work like three or four times as hard to get the air cooled around the water pipe, so the water actually freezes itself, yeah. and that causes the entire thing to, to build up with uh, condensation, and eventually over time, like a year or two, it'll build up with ice. That's fucking ridiculous, yeah, That's kind of crazy, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> that actually is, man. You can you figure that shit out? You, you, <laughs> you can, uh, Are you a scientist, man? You can no, pitch a design no, idea, so they don't, like, they're like, yeah, we need to figure this out so they don't freeze anymore. 
Maybe you would get some pipes or some shit. You would have to, like, separate it off from the rest of the fridge. You would have to, like, create its own little compartment just for the ice machine. So this way, they, the hot air doesn't get sucked in. It couldn't be in the door anymore. And you'd have to have an auto-defroster as well, where every, like, every half hour it defrosts itself. So this way, the condensation would get blown out of there as like well. This is the guy that they need to hire. <laughs> Whoever we got to get, like, what do they have? Who fucking run? I don't even know a fridge brand name. Like, I know Samsung's Samsung. got something yeah. going on fucking for some reason. Samsung makes fridges? Yeah, dude. I'm surprised Apple didn't jump on that shit. What the fuck? Apple That's, wants yeah, to make right. everything. Right? Connect it's kind of just like, why are they putting touchscreens on fridges? Why is there, like, a I voice saw, AI on fridges I now? saw a fridge. You tap the front of the fridge, and then it... Um, shows you like, what's yeah, inside. it shows you what's inside. I'm like, you know how you fix that problem? You open the door. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's something that just breaks. Yeah, like, we don't want to do that. Why open the fucking door? Waste of power. Me? I gotta pile up these Mark, LED Mark. screens on the front. <laughs> we just seem like to get lazier as like a fucking human society. We're like, what's easy, man? You know what I mean? What yeah. can, what you can't even blame because like, I mean, we can't talk that much shit because we're doing a podcast. Technology really <laughs> fucking helps with that. So. <laughs> But it's we like, kind of rely on it heavily for our uh, business, but at the same time, it's like technology, all it does is kind of, uh, you're right, make us lazier, but it, it provides more convenience and stability, so we kind of just go, well, you know, it makes us lazy, but everything's so much faster. <laughs> we absolutely need automation and technology because our population's about to drop off a cliff. I hope so. Like, we're about to, fa- we're facing a massive crisis in the West because our population, other than the United States, United States, I think it's like the only Western country, don't quote me on this, that has a... Um, a positive birth rate right now, like Canada. Really? The only re- the only reason we maintain our population is through immigration right now. If we were, if we were to shut our borders yeah. and have no immigration within like 10, 15 years, our population would crash. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, it's pretty good. If anyone hasn't seen it, you should watch it. Actually, our friend uh, Alex showed it to me one day. It's the basically the premise is smarter people were like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm gonna keep. I'm not gonna have kids yet." Yeah, I got too many goals to achieve, too many things to reach out and do. But then, like, you know, some guy in a trailer park was knocking up every chick that he saw. So it was, like, just a certain kind of people just kept right. procreating. And, like, the smarter parts of society were just like, oh, I'm going to keep putting it off. Yeah. So eventually the overall population was just, like, had the education of a four-year-old. Oh. So the entire country, the entire earth was run by people who don't know how, like, rain works. so these guys this guy gets frozen in ice and he wakes up whatever year it is and he gets he does an iq test and he's the smartest man on earth keep in mind in the current age this guy's an idiot like he's the dumbest motherfucker they could find like they hired him out of an ad on tv to freeze himself for three thousand years for like a hundred bucks and he was like i'm in (laughs) i'm in yes that's it yeah so it's all about it the the president who's played by terry cruz by the way says I need you to help me. We're all going to starve to death unless you can tell us how to make plants grow. And the reason they can't get plants to grow is because they've been watering them with Gatorade uh, for, like, generations. <laughs> and he goes, oh, just use water. And they're like, that's stupid. Yeah, that's I was going to get it to electrolytes. Yeah, what you mean? that's what plants crave. That's the whole premise. And then <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, just throw water on and the plants will grow. And then he saves humanity for however long that lasts. <laughs> Yeah, they uh they someone was even talking about like what you were going back of how the smart people put off yeah um you know having children yeah but it's like oh, I don't want to say dumb but like the people who do go out and fucking knock people up end up their genes end up getting passed on even more yeah 
So it was like, damn, how do we run into that? Because like, if you go back, how far you even want to go back, really? Only the strong survive. So, like, if you were fucking... Yeah. Right? The weak would die. Like, I'm saying, like, like I'm going far back is what I'm Yeah, like get. 10, maybe 15 weeks. Oh, I'm yeah. Going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, something like that. But, I was going to uh, say maybe a century, like, when we still had, like, you know, we didn't have any, like, polio vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Man, it, it was also just, like, the population only booms so much because we had so many technological advancements that were allowing us to live for longer and have more... I don't want to say fulfilling lives, but longer lives. I was gonna say I, I worked in a factory for two months. It was not fulfilling. It's it not soul, fulfilling. It was soul crushing. Yeah, I know. I worked. I worked midnights in a factory. That's for like a lot four of people, months. though, right? If you don't mind me asking, where where was the factory you worked at? I was here in Windsor. I don't want to say the name. They're great. They're actually a really great company. It's just the work sucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one wants to do those jobs. Like, we actually like we talk about the all the time on the podcast about how our. Like, our dad's generation did the right... Like, they followed the steps necessary, right? Like I, The steps they, they were told to do, like, go to school, get a job, have a family, yeah. grow old. But, like, they end up having a midlife crisis or end up being fucking just miserable, right? Their lives are just miserable. And it's like, yeah, man, you, I, I, I work in... Uh, I, I don't want to say factory, more of a shop, but, like, that work sucks, too. Because you're... Even if you do his job, his job's construction, right? You're out in the fucking sun all day. To be honest, I'd rather his job, though. He's right, because he talked about it before, of being outside, like being out in fucking yeah. nature. I wouldn't want to be in a... Re- I wouldn't do... Re- uh, I did fast food before. I would never do that fast food again. Never. I would never. I fucking would do anything else other than fast food. I'd do his job before fast, fast food. Fast food jobs, like working at a QSR, quick serve restaurants, are for like high school students. That's, yeah. that's to introduce you to the real world outside of high school. It's like, mm-hmm. okay... You mess up, you're screwed. You're gonna get in trouble. There's no like, oh, it's okay. Da 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 da. No no no. The world's gonna slap you in the face if you don't put three pickles on this burger. Right. Some someone's gonna yell at you. Exactly. That just got off work. They got their two for one Big Macs and you fucked up. Right. Like you you're up. you're gonna you're gonna ring that sixteen year old out, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just go back to that though. Like a lot of people don't want to do those jobs, but that's why you end up having, uh, you know. Uh, like you were saying, Canada allows a lot of foreigners in, but they end up taking these jobs and they end up st- almost striving, really. Oh, yeah. I met um, one guy I worked with at the factory. No, I'm not answering your call right now. Um, sorry about that. Uh, I ended up working with a guy in the factory who owned a banana plantation back in Sudan. And he's like, I work and my entire family does not have to do anything. Like, I work mm. here for, I think it's like $17 we were making. He goes, my family back home doesn't have to work. Yeah. And he was, he was putting him, he had, he had enough money already saved up. He's putting his kid through like college and everything. And he goes, wow. Yeah. This man worked hard. He was one of the hardest working guys ever. And they always are. Like I always even, uh, me and him were driving around like last Friday or whatever. And you were driving by and you seen all like these middle Eastern, uh, uh, shops around. Right. And you were like, these people came over and they to them they made it like that's what making it is to them like they don't have, they're not millionaires right they just have a little fucking shop or whatever like you can go eat there or you know even some convenience stores are like that and they made it so like the you hear you're always like fucking old white men say like they're coming over and taking their jobs and i'm like you weren't working that job you, you weren't working that job at all man like and not to ma- i go back to the where some foreigners are in these shops it's like yeah because no one else wants them so they'll take them yeah. and the Again, I'm not saying it's right, but they they pay them cheaper, right? And but like you said, they end up making it back at home, right? Exactly. They send their they send whatever the paycheck is a fucking week, and 
they're fucking striving mm -hmm. wherever they're from, yeah. right? Yeah, especially especially in the um, temporary foreign worker industry. So like out in Leamington with all like the greenhouses and everything, the, the workers that come for like four or five months out of the year, yeah. Yeah. they go home, they don't work. Yeah, they don't work. And their family sends up with a list of stuff and they'll rent a truck here or like buy a crappy truck that will not last for three months and they'll drive it all the way back down to, if they're from Mexico, they'll drive it back down just full of stuff their family wanted them to buy and they'll, they won't work when they get back home. So they'll take like five or six months off every year. Which you need to if you, work in a, if, you, if you work in a greenhouse. Oh my God, it, it's it horrible. Looks, like uh, I know some guys that are like building greenhouses right now. It's like, I can't imagine working in one. No. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not ideal, really. But I mean, if you're only doing it for a few months a year and then you go home and live like a king. Yeah. Yeah, if you really don't. Like, they don't care, right? And they're some of the hardest, hardest working people because they come from some of the shittiest areas. I don't mean to call it shitty, but like some of the more rougher areas, right? Yeah. So they come here. They just strive and go home. Why, why wouldn't you, right? Especially if no one else is going to take these jobs, like, I'll gladly go. Absolutely. I've always said I would. Uh, I would try other things too. Like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen these tree planters in uh, Vancouver. I'd go do that no. for a couple months. Yeah, man. They, they. Uh, it's shitty work, but shitty you make work. good pay, and you know it's probably fulfilling as shit. So yeah. they literally just hand you a shovel and a bag full of tree seeds and go go plant trees. So so I uh, I don't have it anymore. I, I actually ended up deleting TikTok. We can talk about that after though, because that's a whole separate fucking discussion but I'm proud of you thank you i uh and i've been talking about this podcast anyone i finally did delete tiktok you're welcome anyways <laughs> you should all delete it too because it's a fucked up anyways but there's one girl on there she did the tree planting thing so she would go to bc or whatever and they, and she would show her life so it's actually pretty cool it's like they pay for your your stay so you have like these hostels which are actually like really nice rooms man like they give you a fucking bed shower you know all that's all the stuff everything's paid for and then uh you wake up in the morning, you go to the breakfast, and bro, like fucking, they have a whole table. It's like a buffet breakfast. Damn. So they got like waffles, pancake, bacon, and then you t you also, because uh, some of these people are going pretty far out, like they'll, they'll, they'll take a helicopter like an hour out just to go plant trees. So you end up taking lunch with you and everything. These are long days, don't get me wrong. They're like 12, 13 hour days, man. So you're, you're out there planting, but they have uh, two big bags next to them. So they have this belt that is a bag. They'll fill it with fucking trees. And the, the, the one girl, she, the way she's showing, she does it. She digs all the holes first and then plants them all. So boom, boom, boom. And then I think it's, uh, I think it's something like uh, five cents a tree. I, I could be wrong on that, but it's five cents a tree. But you're planting a good amount. Like this girl is getting taking home almost like $400, 450 a day. Damn. A day. And they, you may be working, uh, I think what was the, the a planting season, they can almost take like 30 grand home. Yeah. Just for a planting season, and, and, I, and this season. planting season from April to August, right? Yeah, was, yeah, you nailed that, man. Good fucking shit. Thanks, man. I'm just getting better at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> April to August. So they're they're there planting trees and shit. And don't get me wrong, there's like also other factors. Like you're you're in nature, so you're around you know wildlife. Like you're with bears, so they have bear mace just in case you know shit goes south. But for the most part, that's what they're doing, and it looks actually pretty cool, man. And yeah. they go back home, and there's a whole like dinner buffet for them too. So everything's paid for, man everything's paid for you're not driving anywhere you're usually staying at the hostels and maybe you can actually go out and do some i don't know how often you're working like i don't know if it's like a four-day work week or whatever or you're working every day but they and they're just trying to you know plant trees help the environment but for the most part just because we're cutting them down yeah. all the time but yeah constantly yeah so th that's really what they're doing but it's not bad man it's not a bad gig especially if you like being out in nature and you take home 30 grand you go fucking 
What, yeah. go on vacation for a month or two, enjoy, and then do, do whatever job you want. But yeah. I think it was interesting. I thought it was cool. I, I, but I said I'd try that out. Why not? Fuck it. I'd try that out for sure. 30 grand for fucking... Digging some holes? Digging some holes, planting some trees. I don't get out. paid that much to dig them holes. Yeah, <laughs> being out in wildlife. And plus, like, they pay a lot of people. Like, I have another guy. Uh, you were talking about trades earlier. Mm-hmm. I have a buddy who's there, like, welding aluminum boats right now. Like, he just moved recently. Like, I'm not even two weeks ago. So he was you have, having a hard time here with, you know, first of all, they don't pay enough people here for to do the job that they want them to do. So, and this guy has a kid and wife and whatnot. So he was trying to figure things out and he was like, man, I can go to BC and make like $46 an hour just welding aluminum boats. And that's what he's doing now. So he goes there and it's funny because like a lot of the companies now are calling him to come back now. They want him to come back. He's like, no, fuck that shit. I got (laughs) to Unless you're paying me 50 an hour. Unless you're paying me 50 an hour. But that's what I mean. They'll they'll go there and work that, right? And plus like BC, BC and Alberta are usually the provinces. But I, I know the... I know, like, the living expenses are different there, but $46 an hour, man. It's $46 an hour. $46 fucking an hour. And, like, you and you could go even further there because there's even underwater welding, uh, welding where they're making, like, $66 an hour, which is fucking ridiculous. And then you have to tack on top of that, like, you got to do hazard pay, and then if you go on an oil rig, you get the hazard pay, and then you get extra pay on top of that. So it's, like, base rate 66, right. and you get hazard pay. And if you're on oil rig, you make even more. My brother actually wants to go do that. That's what he, that's The oil what he, rig? Yeah, that's what he wants yeah. to do. He wants to go work on oil rigs because he's, he's like, why not? I make stupid yeah. money. Retire when I'm, like, 50? Absolutely. Yep. That's a lot of people, though, right? They, uh, but I, a lot of people don't want those jobs because they're hard, right? It's like, hard. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. Those are, like, wear and tear jobs on your body, right? Like, if you work a manual labor job, by the time you're out of it, how beat up are you, right? And I think that's how some people look at it. I don't know. I, uh, I'm i big on t- taking care of your shit, bro. Like, that's my whole philosophy, really, because uh, I work out and shit, you know. And uh, I'm big on taking care of yourself. Like, I take my vitamins. I like to drink whiskey once in a while. You're still here, right? That's good for the soul, man. It's good for the heart, man. You know, keep, that, <laughs> keep that thing ticking, you know what I mean? But uh, for the most part, I do. I am big on taking care of yourself, like, you should even in. I always preach it to him, and he's in construction. I'm like, take care of yourself, fuckers. Yeah, I'm the opposite, Lamb. Let let my body fail. You yeah. know, I'm beating the shit out of it for a yeah. reason. He's pissing blood for a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's not okay. I got it figured out. Yeah, it was stress. Stress. That's it what was the, stress. The dog. It took them for five months for them to learn. It's just stress. stress, man. Stress. You're stressed out, man. You're just pissing blood because you're stressed. It's fair. My teeth started cracking. That's stress. Cool. Yeah. Stress. Stress. My hair is falling out in clumps. <laughs> that's stress. Are you? Are you exposed to <laughs> radioactive material? Um. Anyway, <laughs> so how's uh how's school going? <laughs> it's it's go- it's going great. We just uh we just finished our first week. So yeah, yeah. yeah the first week is always easy, right? Uh, no. It's all downhill from there. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of information right away. They yeah. throw a ton of information at you immediately, and you start panicking, going. Do I need to know all of this? And then go. Wait, no, no, no. This is just they're laying out what you're gonna learn throughout the semester. Yeah next week's when it should get a little easier but then i got to do um about 300 p- pages of reading every week we should clarify yeah. what you do like what you're going to school for. i am in law school there you go and how are you liking that I, or i know you just started but what are you excited for to learn in this program i absolutely love it so far even though it's only been a week i can already tell you i absolutely love it and i'm most interested in criminal law that's yeah. where i want to go into so yeah i know some of that's uh that did that that was uh 
and they seem to be striving in that course. And you seem like a smart guy, so you'll probably strive in that too. What made you want to get into that? You just realized, damn, lawyers make bank. (laughs) That and I love our justice system in Canada. It's full of a lot of flaws. There are quite a bit of flaws into it, but at the same time, relatively speaking, it's one of the stronger ones in the world. There's a lot worse. Oh, there's absolutely. Oh, we're doing pretty good considering. Absolutely. Yes. So, and that's why I wanted to get into it, and. I want to work, end up working for the government and make that sweet government money, so. Yeah, yeah. working for the government, eh? Yep. We talk highly about the government. Oh, yeah, time. we're very uh, big supporters. Yeah. <laughs> of all government platforms. <laughs> yeah, man, law is interesting, though, man. I, uh, I'm definitely not the guy that can sit there and fucking focus on it, but there's a lot of people that do end up. Yeah, and plus you can go like a lot of different directions with that too, right? Like you can end up fucking going and like it seems like every mayor we have is a lawyer. So yeah, a lot of lawyers end up going into government. Like most of our uh, MPs right now are former lawyers or have their law degrees. Right. Would you would you uh, do something like that? Like absolutely. Yeah, you would. Absolutely. All right, let's go deep into it. Uh, (laughs) All right. uh, Who are you running for? (laughs) (laughs) But what would uh, yeah? uh, Who would you uh, like? What would you run as? Uh, currently, I'd probably run it as a conservative. Oh, yeah? Um, it, but it, it depends on the leader. I'm not majorly affiliated with any one party over another, mm-hmm. but it would depend on the leader and the policies, like their policies at the time. That's what dictate where I would go. That is such a satisfying noise in the headphones. Oh, it is. I know, nice, right? That is great. And that's how we know. And everyone knows it's staying hydrated. Oh, yeah, it's water. Oh, you want some water? Yeah. Absolutely. It's I'm not going to lie. I walked into the room, and just for the audience, they have this, like, milky, dark glass that uh, you can't really see into. Uh, opaque, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, opaque that's your glass. For me, and they, uh, I walked in and had the uh, LEDs on. It literally looks like the blue milk from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. so excited. They took us up like, no, oh, that's water. That's just water. <laughs> yeah. like, damn, they got blue milk here. Like, damn, where'd what? you get that? <laughs> We'd be so cool. Absolutely. Can you just put tie dye, like food dye and milk? Is that a thing you can do? Oh yeah. You think that's good for you? Probably. Why not? You can All put right. in food and shit. Yeah, why not? It's food color. Right. But anyways, we should probably go back to what we were talking. So about. I, anyway, I got we got, we got so sidetracked here. <laughs> um, no man, like, uh, what would you? Uh, what, what would, would you, you change? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> what gonna would say. I what change? would be your you, biggest? Uh, we push? don't have. Okay, let's go. Let's go for Windsor. I'm not talking Windsor. about all of Canada. Let's say Windsor. What What do you think is maybe the biggest issue in Windsor right now? How would you go about fixing it? Obviously, it's kind of a layered question. Oh man. my gosh, it's a bigger problem. issue. How would you solve the homeless, homeless crisis? That's how would I solve the homeless we, crisis? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, no, no. Let's Jeez. go. What you personally think? What do you personally think that Windsor could do better at? Oh my gosh. Um, personally, I think um, we got to start pushing more kids, especially like in the local school boards, into the trades. Stop sending them to university. Like, there's a lot of programs, even that are run by the city. I know this is more of a provincial issue, but I'm going to make it a city issue. Tell kids, don't go to university, go into college. There are so many. I, um, I did my master's as well. So, as part of your master's, you have to teach. And I had, I had the privilege of teaching second year students. And it was a 200 person something class or whatever. I think 75% of them should have gone to college. Absolutely. There are some people that are not academics, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's not a dig at them. They're saying mm-hmm. that this is not meant for you. And I was talking to one, and we got talking about college and whatnot, and he ended up applying for college. Because I'm like, you're not an ac- academic. I can tell he goes, I have no passion for it. I don't, have, I don't like any of the subjects taught here. And I forget what he went into, but we ended up talking about a program at St. Clair. Ended up applying and going to St. Clair. What grade was this again, sir? This was second year university. Second year university, yeah. So this guy had already gone through two, uh, three semesters of university before someone had finally sat down and go, maybe this isn't for you. 
and we, we that's a big problem as well. That's like the major biggest problem I find nowadays is too many people are going to university and then getting stuck afterwards going, I don't know what to do with my degree. I don't have a job lined up. I have all this student debt. Like that's the biggest, if I was in any sort of position of power, I would create a program to help kids get back into the trades because there are so many trade opportunities and like plumbers, um, plumbers, they're getting their, all their tools for free. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> my, my, my brother did the uh, – he's doing an electrician apprenticeship oh. right now, so he's doing that. I agree with you with the, the trades thing. We, we talk about it all the time on here that we think when we were in school, college and university were pushed so much. And I think now they're like – when I say they, I mean government. is now realizing like, oh, fuck, we have no one to take these jobs over now. Yeah, exactly. Right? All these old guys are retiring. Now they're like, we'll pay for the fucking program. Just get in. Yeah. Just get in, right? Yeah. But uh, I 100% agree with you on that, man. We talk highly about the trades, and you need them. Like, these are people that run our infrastructure, dude. Like, you need these motherfuckers, so. No way of getting around it. (laughs) Do we have a robot yet that can uh, string massive uh, electrical lines? Do we have that yet? No. No, No, we don't. We need a lineman up on a pole stringing wires. Right, and you're not going to have that. You you need a a person. You can't have a robot for everything. And I think, uh, you know, we do talk about the AI thing, and I I think maybe it will get advanced. But, again, I'll go back to you you need people for these jobs. Like, you're not going to. A robot's not going to fix your plumbing. It's no, exactly. It's not. It's no. not going to happen. With the AIs we have right now, so we have dumb AIs. And right. That, yeah. that just basically means that we input a bunch of information and into a, into a library. And they their algorithms sort through that information quickly and then give us back a response. And it looks like uh, a thought process. But it's really not. It's not a thought process. It's all the information we give them. Smart AIs is what's needed for those jobs, which is something that can learn uh, by itself. There's been massive strides in the last couple of years on this. But... Uh, even Elon Musk is saying we are decades, if not half a century away from smart AIs. Like it is such a quantum leap from the AIs we have now to getting a, a theoretically smart AI system that we need to train people to do these jobs still because we can't rely on having a smart AI for even in 50 years, we may not have a smart AI. 300 years from now, we may not have a smart AI. We may never have a smart AI. So. Right. Yeah. He even, uh, doesn't he talk about that AI is scary too? Doesn't he say that yeah. shit? He always goes like, you guys should be worried about AI of how fast it's moving. Yeah, well, it's also like at a certain point, aren't you worried that if we invent an intelligence that can work faster than us and can think for itself, it's going to realize like, hey, we're kind of the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's what do we do with our lives if we have AIs to do all the jobs for us? Like what is our lives consisting of? Just live, baby. We just live, right? And it's good for like corporations because then they don't have to pay people you just yeah. got to pay this lump sum of but then our economy falls apart because right. then who buys your service and products and what, what, right. who needs money? an economy who needs jobs if it's done for us right if the food's delivered if the food's brought to us if our only that sounds like a techno version of communism yeah that's the dream baby uh that's the dream i just uh, i want to live on a commune and i want drones <laughs> to bring me freshly cut watermelon you want your amazon drones to deliver your wait wait hold package. on you said freshly cut what Watermelon. Oh, I, I heard freshly cut water. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. freshly was, cut water. Yeah. I was audibly confused. Hey, shit, man, you got to do it. Shit's sh- cut. That's not pure. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not that. Well, it's the future, baby. They ain't. There ain't real water left. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. we'll be, yeah. 2050. Yeah. We'll be fighting in the water wars. We'll be oh. fucking drinking synthetic water for sure. Oh yeah. Um. How do you have synthetic water? I'm I don't know. Just I want to make it a lab. Brain. Don't don't dig into it. No. You I've, can't, I've ruined it. It's don't, like don't. How do you synthetically make hydrogen you, and oxygen? You just you you take them. You take them. You gotta let them just go. <laughs> you, you gotta let them go. You don't ask questions. Picture say, okay. picture like a CERN like collider thing, but it's just for combining <laughs> right? hydrogen and, and then, oxygen. And then, right? You heard him say that, and you're like, 
Oh, okay. So now, that just creates water. Now like, yeah, man. Th- thanks, Chase. Now we'll move on. Um, but uh, well, yeah. you ain't gonna pour it out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna fucking boil out of water. It's not gonna happen, Jake. Yeah, you're right. Um, we need to put like a little volume warning right, right before that. <laughs> but now, now I will ask you about the homelessness uh, situation. <laughs> I will ask you about that now, since we we, we rushed past it. What do What do you think? Uh, is something that we could do to help the homeless because it seems like it's getting worse every year now. What do you think we could do better? So that's a really layered question because yeah. a homeless homeless problem isn't just like oh there's one problem with homelessness right. right? There's people who choose to be there. There's a small number of people that are like you know what I want to live off the grid. This is where I want to live. This is how I want to live. Okay, great, awesome. You're never going to get them to change their mind. All power and freedom to them. There's also those who are forced in the situation to like mental illness or whatnot. I mean, the government is just starting in the last 10, 15 years to realize this, and they're starting to build up these programs. There's just not enough resources for these programs at this time to help people with mental mental illness. And then there's the whole addiction aspect to this. So I had the pr- pleasure of actually doing research into addiction uh, as part of my master's program. Not my, I didn't do a thesis, but I had a side research project. I was able to do this. And drug addiction is one of the leading causes of homelessness right now. Right. And that's not to say this is that's a bad thing. It's just uh, a product of the laws, the prohibition laws we have right now in Canada. So you are a proponent of legalization of all substances in order for people to be able to adjust their living situation and move forward their lives and not to criminalize it, but just to, you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, it's not, that's not me saying go out and do like, you know, fentanyl or something. No. That's not what anyone's no, no, no. saying. Of course not. It's no. just some people, like people are going to fall into it. Yeah. And if it's criminalized, it's just ruining their lives even more for no reason it gets at all. It them into a cycle of violence. They're doing it out on the street. They have no recourse with their supply. Their supplies are being tainted. That's why we have a massive overdose crisis right now. Yeah. It's because people are taking... Unsafe drugs. Unsafe that drugs, aren't, yeah. That are laced with whatever, yeah. Exactly, because when you get your drug from an illicit source, there's no any sort of government regulation on it. Mm-hmm. There's no making sure this, this product is safe, right? Am I saying people should do them? No, they, they're damaging your body. So I, I don't smoke. I tell people, you shouldn't smoke. It damages your body. But if you want to smoke, go ahead and smoke. Do right. it safely, right? Yeah, just let people live their life. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I always go back. I say it all the time on here. But, you know, people donate to some of these organizations. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to donate. I'm not. But the salaries of these people that do run these organizations is ridiculous ridiculous and i always go back to and I'll, I'll keep saying it until someone can prove me wrong but if if the homelessness is getting worse every year we got to start questioning some of these fucking organizations of what they're doing because clearly it looks like it's the same thing that's happening every year they're like well, well this you know you don't and I, i'm full for donating you should donate to do your research in organizations who you re- uh, who you do donate to yes. but again like you know, if it's getting worse every year, I, I assume that whoever's in charge of these foundations are doing a shit fucking job. And that's what I'll say. They are doing a shit job because if it's not getting better every year, like, what do we do? Which, again, I'll even go back to, I don't know how much the government funds into it. I need. I should probably look into that more before I speak on it. But again, there's a lot of help that we can do for these people. And again, I, I, I'm glad that you brought the mental illness thing. Um, it's usually a big factor, right? It's that not that these people are, you know we shouldn't think of these people as lesser, right? Like, it's like these people are, are going through severe mental health issues and we do need to help them. It's not like, uh, look at that fucking guy and, you know, brush it off. Because it's like, that guy probably doesn't want to be there in the first place. It's just, you know, whatever happens, right? People have, you know, different lives. And I look at that and I even said this story one time where I went to the Toronto, I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And as I walked out, you see like all these tents light up under this, like it's like a little overpass. And these, these tents are lined up. And I remember this, 
this kid was younger than me. And he, you know, he comes up and he's like, he's dirty as fuck, shirt's ripped, and he has no fucking shoes on, has no shoes, he's younger than me. And he looked at me, he's like, hey man, like, you know, is there any money you can spare at all? Like, yeah, I remember I just felt so bad. I went and brought this guy, got him a burger, gave him a hundred bucks, and I said, hey man, I hope luck turns around for you. And it's like, to think of where that kid was, at, like, that could be me, right? Like, that, I, that's not too far off, right? What, what, what happened? Like, did his parents neglect him? Like, how did he grow up? You know, what, what addiction did he have, maybe? I, I shouldn't say addiction, but, like, you know, what, I don't know the courses that got him there. Yeah, no, and, exactly. it, and it's like the fact that that could happen to somebody that young yeah. is, it, it should scare people, to be honest. It really should, because I don't want anything to happen for that. I don't want kid, I don't want to see kids my age on the fucking street, and that's no. a sad reality for some people, really, right? Yeah, and not everyone has the same, minutes. I always go back, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And not everyone has the same starting point, right? Not everyone grew up necessarily in, in the perfect household. And it's like, I always go back to, you know, I'm not the only guy that says it. There's a bunch of people that say it, but it's like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But what are you supposed to do if you have no boots? Yeah. Right? What are you supposed to do? And uh, I don't know. I, there's different ways that we can help people. And I don't know. What, I personally don't know what to do, really. Like, there's someone definitely that's smarter than me that could speak on it and, you know, do a better job. But I just know that we got to help these people and not keep pushing them to the fucking side. I don't no, think that's exactly. the right answer. Yeah, if you look at like cities like New York or, or LA with these massive homeless communities that are just transient people who have no homes, it's right. a lot of people just fallen through the system who've just been forgotten by the system. A lot of them don't even like have IDs. Right. Like, they're, yeah. they're not yeah. on any sort of government census. They can't get any government help. They have no SIN numbers. And it's that sort of sad situation where it's like, oh my gosh, there's just... There's no way Gap. out. No, there's no, there's no way to get through it. No. And how do we help those people? It's a very complicated question. It is. It's a, you're right, though. It's a layered question. And it's not like we're, we're not the guys that are going to figure it out. Okay? Realistically, we're not the guys. We're just talking Probably shit not. on a podcast. And like we can, we can all spitball ideas all yeah. fucking day. But what? it's not us that have to take the action. It's the fucking people in power that got to start taking action. And yeah, I, exactly. I, I go back. I'm going to say one last thing and we can move from it. But... I will say, like, when the homelessness is a few hundred, maybe even a thousand people, you can, you can kind of attack that problem and fix it. But it's like once you get to, like, L.A. or New York, like you're saying, that homelessness situation is too big now. It's like you can't really – That's a I whole want, class of people. That's a whole different class of people. And now it's like it's, it's going to be definitely hard to get those numbers down now, right? And it's incredibly difficult for the government, especially in places like New York or L.A. where – you know, the housing prices are ridiculous. Even Toronto, yeah. even here in Windsor, housing prices are ridiculous, yeah. right? Ridiculous. People, can't, people can't afford that. They sink 60, 70% of their paychecks into a house. Yeah. How are you supposed to feed yourself? How are you supposed to get to work every day, right? <laughs> well, we even go back to, they're building, building these million-dollar homes. Okay. I'll fucking, I'm going to keep saying these. I say it so many times, about they're building these million-dollar homes by the WSCU Center right now. Yeah. For who? For who? For who? <laughs> Who's buying them, bro? People are making it. People are just making it. Yeah. So who's buying them? It's all the people from Toronto because they sell their like $10 million shoeboxes, apartments. They come down here, they buy these massive houses. And Windsor's a massive retirement community. Right, yeah. And, it it's, and it, we have a massive problem where people from Toronto are buying up these houses. Mm. Like, like crazy. And that's why our housing market sucks. Yeah. And it sucks for us because I'm like, I want to stay in Windsor, but how do I afford a house right now? I don't. Well, it doesn't, and you know, even when people will ask uh, whatever government official standing there, they'll be like, what do you feel about like 30-year-olds that are still living with their parents? And it's like, like yeah, we want to help. And that's all they say, or they beat around the bush around yeah. with the fucking question, but. Hey, man, you know, you can't rely on these people to help people 
just well, living in towns because I mean, they can barely get drinking water to some people in this fucking right, yeah, that's fucking so true. There are man. some indigenous communities that still do not have drinking water, and I'm like, Flint, How? Michigan. Flint, Michigan still. Remember when Flint had that issue? Yeah, it was 2012. They, they still haven't figured that out. Still. We searched it up not too long ago. Yeah. They still haven't figured that situation I out. I think I listened to part of that podcast, too. Yeah, they, it's, fu- it's fucked up to think about, I though, right? I did my homework for coming here. <laughs> yeah, usually you do, because it's hard to keep up for some people. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, do, we talk about... We jump all, around. We've <laughs> talked about hardy issues like this, but then we're like, what's your favorite fruit, dog? You know what I mean? Fruit? Oh, uh, passion fruit. Damn, man. Really? Okay. Yeah, no one's given that answer. I like fruit. that. I like that answer, man. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, like I said, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to be the guy to figure it out. What? It, well, I'm going to ask one more question about this homeless thing. Yeah. What do you guys think about that, uh, I think it was a recent law that passed, or they were thinking about it, in Los Angeles, where it was like, if hotels have empty rooms that are not booked for a weekend or a week, they have to let the homeless stay there. They, they have, have to? Like, they're legally required to let homeless people stay in those rooms. Yeah, I don't... Because now it's like, I just... It's like, what are they going to do in those homeless rooms? Like, you know what I mean? When that room is booked. What are they going to have to tell this homeless guy he's got to get out? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, it just seems very impractical. Like, need your reaction? That just seems very impractical. Just, I don't know. How, like, um, maybe they thought it through and, like, had a, a system worked out where it was, like, homeless people would, like, sign up for this program where they'd be placed in a room with the pre-agreement that they'd have to leave when the room is booked. But it's like, I don't know who, how you're going to get someone to agree with that. Now you get now you start running into a bunch of different problems because uh, homeless, like, homeless Places for people who aren't who don't have homes or transient. They don't just provide a place to be there. They also provide food, yeah. to health services, yeah. addiction services, safe injection. Some in some places there might even be safe injection sites. Mm-hmm. Is the hotel willing, or should the government mandate them to provide those services as well? And how are those, you know, those community networks that have these services? How do they get to these people who yeah. are constantly now constantly moving addresses between hotel and hotel? It just doesn't seem like logistically it would work out. Like in theory, it sounds like a great idea. Give them a room for a bit, but it's like yeah. You know what does that accomplish, right? Like what what's the lasting solution there? There is none. It just seems like they're like they're trying to get anything to get these people just off the street. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it, like it's too late now. Like, no, it's so it's so big. Like you're That's saying, what I'm LA, saying. it's so big now. Like you're not. Maybe you can get like a fucking percentage. Maybe, maybe, but it's like it's too big now to the point where you're gonna try and help these people you like, got people living in the sewers man how, it's how past the point sure of no return are just going oh we're booked up all weekend and they're half empty you got people that have strips dedicated though like strips that are dedicated just to homeless people and you yeah. dry down skid there row. uh skid row i think is, one is one. that what it's yeah. called yeah. i don't know i forget what city skid road in it might not be la but i know skid I'm row is pretty sure it is LA, it's yeah. probably la <laughs> yeah because they always talk about the homeless issue in la though the, there's a lot of things wrong with that though in general but i i don't know like again we're not going to be the guys to fix it because, no. first of all, we don't fucking live in L.A. So we're definitely, the only thing we can try. We're in Windsor. We can't figure this shit out. Yeah. And I feel like, but again, I go back to, we could probably try and do it while it's like this. Like, while it's kind of somewhat small. Somewhat. Yeah. Well, any sort of social engineering or social experiment, you have to start small mm-hmm. and get sort of a, a taste of it, right? You got to get a little bit of how is it, how is this going to work? Because if you just immediately start to um, make a program nationwide, like, it won't work. Like, I'll just use a throwaway example. Target. Target came to Canada and had right, no yeah. supply logistics whatsoever. Like, you can't just set up a national program with no logistics. You have to start small, 
figure out and through the TV Is that programs. why they shut down? Yeah, they had no logistics. They had no place. They had uh, no, no way logistics. to get shit in. Yeah, no. Like, the shelves <laughs> were empty. It was ridiculous. They're coming back, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're coming back. I heard they're coming back. I heard Zayers is coming back, too. Yeah, Zayers coming back. We talked about this before. Zellers? Yeah, we did talk Zellers. about this. Zellers. There we go. Zellers. Like, Zellers, Zellers, is Zellers is still around. They start with Z. It's crazy how many stores they can come with. They start with Z. Or is it Z? I can never remember which one. Who fucking knows, man? The Canada it's too one. Many is. Stores. You use Metric or Imperial? Uh, it depends who I'm talking to. I feel like I, I feel like I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, it's like, if someone else starts using, like, metric, I'll just switch to metric. But, like, in my trade, it's like, everyone just using Imperial. Yeah. Except for, except for temperature, I can never figure out the American's temperature system. Like, Baronite makes no sense. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> 65 degrees. I'm like, okay, is that hot or is that cold? Or is it, like, in between? Like, am I going to boil when I go outside or am I going to freeze? But Celsius is like, oh, it's 20? That's pretty warm considering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. And, like, there's so many other, like, Calvins. Who uses that's Calvin? Just, that's just science stuff. And that's yeah. just, that's, um, Calvin was designed to get to the absolute zero. So when there's no, so temperature sets the average movement of, in, in an object. Yeah. It's designed for when there's zero movement in an object, which is theoretically impossible. But they use you it a lot. You can get close. For, <laughs> you can get pretty damn close. We've gotten close before, but they haven't hit zero before. And that's in, um, they, I think they almost hit zero at the uh, quantum computing station in Antarctica. Actually, I thought this the other day. You might know it. You might not. Nuclear fusion. You know anything about that? Uh, how much you want to know? Okay, so just the other day, they uh, they held a temperature that was like 100 million times the temperature of the sun for 30 seconds. Where? In China. In China. Yeah. Can you trust that? I press Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hit, hit, the F hit the F button for me for, uh, for, for doubt. doubt. F, F to doubt. But it was like, if we figure out nuclear fusion, remember that thing I was telling you about? I was like, you can uh, grade, uh, not societies, you can grade planets by the level of energy they can produce. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, like, we're, like, a 0.5 out of 7. Right. So, if we can figure out nuclear fusion, like, we're immediately level 1, maybe even 1.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's space travel, baby. <laughs> that, that's space travel. Or at least figuring out how to not kill each other over power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, power is another issue. Don't you know, uh, going back to your question about what else would I would fix if I was in any position of power? The electric grid. Oh my God! Don't. So Germany is the high is the world's highest. He talked about this the other day. Third industrial yeah. revolution, buddy. No, no. Oh no, man, uh, I was gonna say they're the country with the highest percentage of the grid on renewable energies. Yes. And they are facing tens of thousands of people will freeze in Germany. This Damn winter it! Because they don't. <laughs> <laughs> he talked. Damn about, it! He's talking so. They highly. said they figured it out. No, they didn't. Oh. Because their electric grid can't support like they need to use fossil fuels. And the fossil fuel they were using was natural gas from Russia. Oh, guess who just turned off the tap? God. Because they we said they figured it out. We will, our government just passed them, uh, just passed up in a deal to supply Europe with natural gas and oil, and we're like, nah, we won't do that. What? It was it was going to add eight figures to our national GDP. Yeah, why are we not every doing that? single day? Why are we not doing that? Because uh, it goes against our green initiatives. Yeah, fuck, fuck, yeah. yeah. But they That's have why. the cleanest green program. Uh, yes. They're going to use the least amount of the fuels we provide and pay yes. the most for it. Whatever, man. Yes. I don't give a shit. No. Why do we sell our oil to America and then buy it back? I don't know. <laughs> Why do we ship it by rail and not by pipeline? They couldn't figure that out. People are like, oh, we need to stop pipelines. I'm like, no, no, no. Do you want The oil is going to be shipped one way or another. Do you want it shipped in a pipeline, which is much safer, or by rail? And they're like, oh, by rail. I'm like, do you understand how many times trains jump their tracks? It's alarming how much they jump. There was a, uh, You can look this up, too. There's a cool, there was a Quebec town where a oil car 
blew up and just erased this town. And this wasn't like <laughs> early 1900s. I think this was in the 1980s. He's looking it up right now. That's but a great you, search. You know how you were talking about the pipeline, though. Yeah. It's because people get nervous with like they pick a bad. They picked a bad spot to put it. That's how it yeah. went down. Is the little, little yeah, big pipeline. Uh, they just they took a, a bad path. But what I'm saying is, you hear the like pipeline explosions and whatnot. So people obviously, that, it's like the nuclear power plant shit, right? It's oh, like people will get started about this. Yeah, too. it's like when people t- look at like you know whether you want th- Three Mile Island, Chernobyl. They look at that and they think like, oh, that's bad. Dude, this that's was bad. 2013. Yep. That was 2013. Look at that photo. You guys can look at this up. This is the uh, Lake Meg. I'm not going to be trying to pronounce that. I can't read. Yeah. Um, well, that's, what is that, French? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's French. Back, yeah. It's in Montreal. So this is how you spell it for the audience. L-A-C space M-E-G-A-N-T-I-C. Lake Megatic. I don't, I'm not going to try. Lake Maganic. <laughs> yeah, no, you can see that photo. That that town is burning. Yeah, 30 buildings in the town center destroyed and 47 people were killed yep fuck yep and that's how we ship that's how canada ships most of its oil because we have a bill from the federal government that bans us from shipping oil via oil tankers and then we shut down most if not all of our pipeline there's a lot of issues with pipelines uh, especially when it goes through indigenous territory like the crown is obligated in our constitution to consult with these groups before building anything even if it's for um eminent domain which basically, if you guys don't know, eminent domain. Say they want to build a road through this house, they're going to build a road through this house. They're yeah. going, they're going to go. Here's your money. Now leave, and w- they can't do it with indigenous, which is good. They, they're sovereign yeah, yeah, people yeah. still, but, um, but yeah, that's that's how we ship our oil right now. Yeah, the f- literally, I'm just saying, if they hadn't tried to go through Aboriginal land, that pipeline would have been built, and no, oh, no one would, no one would have even cared. The, uh, what was that big one? It was like uh, the, Keystone. Yes. No, Biden shut that down. He shut that he down? He shut that down. Bro, because I remember, like, the raids on the fucking Aboriginal were insane. Like, you saw cops busting down doors with chainsaws to get people to, like, get off this land mm-hmm. to build this pipeline. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Damn. That's why I was like, oh, okay, so there was enough public outcry that it didn't work, yeah. which is good. Yes. But apparently it was just because the Americans just said no. Yeah, no, Biden's like, nah, we don't want it. He, like, one of his first acts was to executive, was an executive order shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Oh, you know what? I do kind of remember that. But it was a horrible pipeline to begin with because uh, despite the issues of, like, the indigenous people who are it's removed forcefully from their land. I think it was in America. I think it was through the Dakotas. It was in Canada and the States. Oh, they did in Canada, too? I was, oh, yeah. I, I was very ignorant of that. But uh, regardless, the U.S. needs its oil not in the center of the country where they produce their oil. They yeah. need it. At the coast. And where was this pipeline going? Right to the right center, to baby. Right to the center, baby. <laughs> right where oil oil and gas price Are trades they... the lowest. Oh, yeah. So uh, 20, 25% of our the Canadian GDP is our energy sector. So that's natural gas, oil, all of the other resources that create energy. And it's the most neglected sector right now because there's so many government regulations. There's uh, independent tribunals that you have to go through to get a, approval yeah. for pipelines. And then when you get approval for pipelines, you're shipping it right into the... Um, into a uh, red red sea market where there's just so much competition you're not going to be able to make a profit it's ridiculous <sighs> okay so what was that one time trudeau was giving a speech and he called Anna, canada the biggest oil con- oil company on earth how do you feel about that statement <laughs> Uh, you guys can see from my reaction to that. Uh, <laughs> no, we have the fourth largest reserve, estimated reserve. That's just the yeah. estimate. Estimates are always low. Estimated reserve in the world. Right now, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Those fucking Iran, bastards. No, they're, they're actually a valued ally. I don't give a damn. They can't have slave labor. I don't give a shit. 
No. Yeah, there, there's a lot of problems. I have a lot of problems with Saudi Arabia. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're, they're horrible. <laughs> no, they are pumping oil constantly. Those constantly. You know who's funding most of our uh, the, the like protests against pipelines and whatnot? Oh, I have it's no idea. Oil, it's the oil emirates. No the, way. Are you, UAE, you, you're blowing my mind right now. Never would have guessed. And the, the, <laughs> that's not just be with wild conjecture. There's a prof at the University of Windsor. He won't mind if I say this. Dr. Yeah. Andrew Richter, who's, who's like, who do you think funds all these protests? Who? Where do they get all this money? It's from the people who produce the most oil and who ship the oil down the St. Lawrence every single day. So the Saudis are sending a couple tankers down the St. Lawrence every single day to supply Quebec with oil. We have enough oil out of Alberta. We don't need to import any oil. We import import most of our oil because we can't can't get it to our refineries, and then we have to ship it somewhere else to get it refined and then yeah. buy it back. <sighs> I worked with this uh, this older man, and he was like very adamant. He he was like, I don't understand why we haven't just become self sufficient. Like we got more natural resources than almost anyone else, but for some reason we can't figure out how to get it to ourselves. I'm like, I don't know, like, the self-sufficient country route, you know, in the past hasn't really worked out too well. No. But, like, uh, maybe if we, like, didn't block off all trade, but if we just started, like, producing our own shit instead of sending it off to get it produced, sure, maybe we'd, we'd lose out on GDP. But, you know, we'd be a lot, I feel like quality of life would go up, number one. Our probably, you know, our prices for everything would go down. Jobs would be created all over the fucking place. I'm not, like, an economist, but I'm just saying, like, if we did become a little more self-sufficient instead of sending our shit away, having it produced and buying it back, maybe we'd be a little better off. Because, you know, the rich get richer, no one's going to change it. The rich can block those things from happening right away because it fucks up their profit margin. No, I, I agree with that. We just have, we have too small of a population. We only have 35 million people for this It's country. crazy, right? <laughs> and here's the best part. Is that <laughs> actually it? I yeah, didn't even know that. You didn't know million. that? No, I know. Yeah, I Dude, how much is the U.S.? Like 700 million now? It's 300 million. Oh, they're they are, they are <laughs> like 10 times the size of us. We actually punch way above our weight when it comes to like GDP. So our GDP last time I checked was like something like average annual salary is about 40000 Yeah. per Canadian. We, we punch within the top like... 0.01% of countries in the world, we punch way above our weight considering how small our population is, hmm. and that's because of our free trade with the United States. Did you know that um, the amount of commerce that goes over the Ambassador Bridge every single day is <laughs> equal to the uh, to the uh, same amount of commerce that's shipped from all over the United States to Japan in the same day? So the yeah. j- commerce wow. that just goes over that bridge every single day is equal to the U.S. exports to an entire country. That's wild, man. Yeah. The Ambassador Bridge... Is the busiest Please, crossing yeah. in all of North America, yeah. probably the world. I'd hazard the world. Yeah, I, you can. No, he can argue that. Uh, probably, th- yeah. What's that one canal? The that Panama Canal. Panama Canal. Yeah, no, I, I'd say but about a number of vehicles. I think. Okay, number them, of vehicles and bass like, sure, but profit no, tonnage. No, you definitely got me beat there. Yeah, Panama. Yeah. Which also, I feel like, just the other day, another ship. Crashing. Really? It was only no. stuck. It was only stuck for a bit. Yeah. Oh. Like just a couple, it's, like a day or two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a Panama Canal, but they were like, because it had happened so recently, they were on it. Yeah. Like, okay, we know what we got to do. Yeah. Get that motherfucker out of here. Well, last well, time it was Suez Canal. 
It was the Suez Canal? Suez Canal was the evergreen one that was blocked yes. for like a okay. month or whatever. Yeah, what, was it a month insane. or was it a week? I think it was almost almost three weeks. Almost three weeks? I think. How do they have a shit? Let's look this up. Yeah, let's look that up. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the engineering marvel of cutting a canal through the freaking insane. desert? It's insane. <laughs> Also, the Panama Canal is super old. Like, Teddy Roosevelt started that construction. <laughs> oh, Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt. Yeah, it was the Suez Canal. Uh, bro, just tell me how long, man. Oh, six days. Man, oh, it, it, felt, days? it felt like so long. It felt like I thought month. it was about a week. I was because, say like, a week, so. we were, like, even ourselves, people were like, man, I'm feeling the effects of this import not happening. Yeah. Like, the shelves are going a little bare, which was insane, because it's like, Ridiculous. man, how much shit are we importing from over there? That's how much, that's how much our, our economy, the global economy, is so much yeah. interconnected and so reliant on the Panama Canal and the Suez Canal. For What do you think about the idea of, you know, you know when they first discovered this side of the world, like, we got to find the North American crossing. If we can pass through that bitch. Oh, the North, uh, North, of pa- North, North West, West Pass. Passage. Yes. Because, you know. The ice is melting a bit, a lot. It's, <laughs> they're, they're saying that, like, pretty soon there's going to be one yeah. there. And, like, All around, yeah. if we control that territory, we're going to be rich. Oh, no. We <laughs> absolutely should. That's our territorial waters. It goes yeah. through our islands. That's our territorial waters. And the U.S. and Russia and China are like, no, nah, it's an international uh, passageway. We're like... Hell no, nah, man. we don't have the Navy to enforce you we don't thought. have the political power to or in the Navy to enforce it really. Yeah. So Which is like if I'm just saying, if that does become a pat like Canada's definitely gonna have to absolute, pump up the absolutely absolutely we should make a requirement that you have to pay to go through it and yeah. then to enforce that you have to have a pilot yeah. from our from Canada to guide you through this passage and if you don't you get slapped with a massive fine absolutely <sighs> because that's just... our territorial waters and that's we are if Panama can do it and if Egypt can do it why can we, should, we, do we it? should absolutely be able to do it it's absolutely. just our country would become so rich overnight <laughs> stupid rich our economy problems pretty much that's solved <laughs> right off the bat <laughs> Yeah, it'd be wild, man. And you know, that's like, that's a sustainable revenue where you almost have to do no, there's no production. No. You got to pay for the fuel of the guideboat. That's it. And the enforcement. That's about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> how much money does the, like, the Suez Canal produce there's in a actually day? A, there's actually a uh, calculator where you can go on and you can calculate how much it would cost to send a ship through the Suez Canal. <laughs> you just go in and like type of cargo, tonnage of cargo, size of vessel, that sort of thing. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. To be honest, to see that. Because it gives you, like, a perspective, too, right? Of how much is actually going through there. Yes. So you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So that's one? Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. one car. Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. I saw one. It was like... Is that, does that say $5.84 billion? Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Did you see... Speaking... Because it just said $5 billion, But, like, did you see... I sent you that thing about Dubai. Dubai building that, like, $5 million... Million dollar fucking moon hotel? They're, they're building a five. Bill, not million, billion, five billion dollar moon. Uh, like, uh, hold on, I'll, I sent it to him. I'll show you it real quick. Yeah. It was actually. I was like, why? And they're like, oil. Like, well, I sent it to RJ, and he's like, oil money. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Well, there's a thing because Saudi Arabia has realized that their oil reserves are not infinite, and they will run out eventually. Yeah. 
Dubai building a huge $5 billion moon. What? Why? I, for no reason. They never finish anything there. No. You know how you were saying, thing. oh, they realize money's going to run out and yeah. they got to make it a tourist attraction yeah, or something? That's exactly it. It's like, I don't know, because that doesn't seem like they're doing that for the tourists. I think they're just doing that because they can. Because they're flexing? Like, they're just like, look, we got a three Rolls Royce dealerships on one street. We could build a moon hotel. No problem. Let's put a moon up there. Let's just build a moon. That's what's in it. It's just going to be a hotel. I'm assuming. Whatever. I think that's who what knows, I was saying. Who knows what the fuck and they're doing over there. Scale, they just... Bro, they freestyle there. They don't give a fuck. They have so much money. They don't give a shit yeah. what they can do there. And it's only like... People complain like, oh, America and Canada. It's like the top 1% have all the money. No, no, no. In Saudi Arabia, it's a top 0.001%. Unless you're connected to the royal family, you don't see any of that money. Those, mm-hmm. Like those guys that live in Dubai, though. Like those people that are supplying oil. They... Like, you know, we talk about, like, Elon Musk, the richest guy on paper. Mm. You get what I'm On paper. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are so rich that they don't even exist. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, those guys have trillions. They ain't on the list. They're trillions of dollars. They just fucking... They, they hide care. it well. They just throw money. They don't, they, don't, they don't keep public records of it as well. Like, Elon yeah, Musk yeah, has yeah, to yeah. keep public re- records for taxation purposes. Right. But like, I mean, wasn't there, he just don't. saying he ain't paying taxes no more? <laughs> I didn't actually see that. I think for a while he was saying, like, man, taxes are fucked up. And there was a guy in, I want to say Iowa or Idaho, one of those places that might not exist. (laughs) 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 The other day. Uh, You're in the center of America where your state has less people than Windsor, Ontario. Wyoming. Look at it. Wyoming doesn't exist. They're like, what? But, yeah, he just ran in there with a rifle, started popping off rounds. Where? I don't know. I know it happened. I know it did. I know a guy shot up an IRS station. Oh, an IRS station. Okay. Did you, I, like, you can search this up, but, like, did you not see recently, like, the IRS for Americans can now, if you have something, like, over, like, if you transaction. Oh, I was in Memphis, Tennessee. Sorry, go ahead. Um, The transaction of, like, $600, they can start investigating you. Did you see that shit? No. Oh, I I think so. Yeah. You didn't see That's that? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous for six hundred dollars though. Like you know what I mean? Like I thought it'd be higher, and then they'd maybe look into you. But they're like, no. Nah, if you have six hundred dollars, we can start looking through your bank transactions and shit like that. That's kind of fucked up, man. That's that's kind of a little bit of a big brother state. Right well, it's like, man. You know, I was just talking to someone about this earlier. It's like they're. You think they're pushing to get rid of cash? Yes. We talk, didn't we not talk about this? Because yes. I was talking about Bitcoin the other day. Yeah. Was I not? I was like, do you think Bitcoin would become the global currency? And you were like, no. You no. said no. And you no. think no, too? No. I don't know much about it, so I don't know. Yeah, you think All, so? Bitcoin oh, and yeah, NFTs. Maybe. Bitcoin and more so NFTs, but also... Money laundering? You mean it's that's what it is? Under, money laundering and also it's, uh, Ponzi schemes. So you're mm-hmm. buying this product in hopes you're going to be able to sell it at a higher value. Mm-hmm. There's no actual value creation in it. It's just people buying into it. That's the... That's just basically the um, simplified version of a Ponzi scheme. So Ponzi scheme, you pay in. It's a pyramid, right? Right, yeah. But no, that that's what NFTs and crypto is. That's why I have no, I don't invest in crypto. There's a couple countries that switched to Bitcoin. Yeah, I've seen that. Height, yeah, and yeah. then it just crashed fifty eight percent, and they crashed their economy. It crashed but because fucking. people stopped buying into it at such a high rate, or even my, being able to mine it at a high rate, and its value just dropped. Yeah, and you still see people like pushing that. I remember that was a big thing, and because I, I, they're I, trying to sell it too, bro. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna lie, I did try to learn it, but it was like. The more I even told him, like I contacted him, I'm like, man, this sounds like just money laundering. That's yeah. what it sounded like to me. It was like, it was, I'm like, this is money laundering, man. So wait, but, hold on. I can turn all this money into a currency that no one can track, and then turn it back into real currency. That's money well, laundering. Because we had a guy, uh, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Ferreira. He was on the podcast, and 
he talks about how Bitcoin was originally used for the black market. Like that, because it was untraceable. That was the whole fucking point of it. Have we ever, did they ever find out who made Bitcoin? No, but I told you. Not publicly. uh, Dan, uh, Penn, like, search up Dan and then P-E-N-A. This is because I told you about this guy a couple times. I keep forgetting his fucking name. So this guy, he calls, he just yells at people and calls everyone cunts. He runs like seminars. He's rich and shit. But oh, you found out his name. Yeah. So, uh, oh maybe yeah, quick guy, fuck it. Maybe it's his name. I hope comes up. Is he bald? That's him right there. Is him? No. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Andrew Tate for a moment. No, 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 no. So this guy, so he runs seminars and shit. And one of the videos he puts out, he goes. He was talking to people. He, he's a big like guy on like getting rich and shit. And he's, mm-hmm. you should watch some of his videos because they're fucking funny. Because he just yells at people. That's all he does. So this president guy, of an oil company. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, he was saying in one of his seminars, he goes, "You all would lose your fucking mind if you found out who did, uh, who started Bitcoin." Like that's what he said. He goes, "You would lose your mind." He doesn't say the name. He goes, "I'm not gonna say the name." He goes, "Eventually it will come out though, and you guys will lose your shit." He said a guy. He didn't say like a government. He said one fucking dude. And he said, what "When you it? and you, go, I, that's what I'm curious about. I don't know who it is. I have no idea. I want to assume it's like just some. Is it Wahlberg? You think so? Mark Wahlberg? No, I don't. No, know. I was gonna no, say no, like some no. B-list celebrity. No, no, no. Like it was like it's Sean. It's Sean Penn. It's like Ben. No, Sean, no, ben, no, ben, no, ben Stiller. Wahlberg. Bill Murray. Who <laughs> 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 created Facebook again? Is it Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That of. would make sense. No, you think so? It'd be him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know." That's a quick man to make, way to make cash. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Shia LaBeouf or some shit. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Was just do it. <laughs> just oh, do it. Dreams. Buy my coin. <laughs> he was uh, he was recently on a fucking, on a podcast, and he goes, I was I was not loyal to any of the females I was with. <laughs> Keep in mind, not even an hour before that, he goes, every time I'm with a chick, I think she's the one. Yeah. Yeah, he did say that, too. That was wild. What What's what's going on with him? Did he, like, beat his ex-girlfriend or something? I don't fucking know, man, but he looks unstable. Well, he's been unstable for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Probably since Transformers 2. He's been, uh, he actually was on uh, Bishop Bravo Barrow's podcast. And he's completely turned his life around, apparently. He's yeah, well, you got to. You got to. Once you get exposed for beating, you know, a loved one in the public eye, you got to. You didn't see that, like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Tax Collector. That was one of the movies he did. Oh, my God, dude. Did he talked about it. Did you hear it? No, but you can elaborate yeah. more on it for a second. I was just going to say, so he got a tattoo of, like, it covers his entire body. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get that. He goes, I'm going to get that tatted on me. Like, for real. Like, it was for the movie, but he's like, I'm going to get that tat on me for real, and he did. He went through with it. He got a tat on him. I was like, yeah, I guess, man. But it was for a movie, you know what I mean? But continue your thing. Yeah, so in the text uh, his girlfriend leaked, uh, she was like, yeah, he uh, was killing dogs for fun uh, to prepare for the role in Tax Collector. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. He's he's a bad motherfucker in that movie, Yeah, which is crazy. He's only in for, like, the first hour of it. Yeah, but apparently he took that shit serious enough. Well, I knew he was like that, though. I knew that, like, his whole thing was, like, he took his acting serious. So if he was yeah. on set, he would, like, be that character for the entire time he was there. Not when it was, like, action go. It was, like, the entire time he was on that set, he felt like he was uh, that one of the, the tax collector, his character's named Creeper. Like, he oh. felt like he was Creeper. Like, that was oh, him. Oh, so he was method acting. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was, like, but he was like that for every movie he's done. Like, oh. the, what was that, the Peanut Butter Falcon or something? Or, yeah. Yeah. 
That was another movie you did. It's actually, I believe See, it or not, I'm a sweet pop movie. culture illiterate, so when you say Peanut Butter Falcon, just That's a movie out of they did. nowhere, I have n- all I can imagine is like, you know that Falcon superhero from Marvel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all I him just smothered in peanut butter. Covered in peanut butter. But the, actually, I will say that movie was actually really good because it, uh, the premise of that movie, so he follows a, a, a he mentors like a kid that uh, uh, has Down syndrome and he wants to be a wrestler. Mm. Uh, right, wrestler, yeah. right, yeah, I was right. Wrestler. So like he ends up, you know, Everyone, everyone thinks I'm stupid or whatever, and he goes like, "Hey, man, you're not stupid." And then he ends up like showing up, but like Shia, like Shia LaBeouf's character, he plays like a bunch of roles where he's like stealing from people, and people are after him. So it's it's kind of good to see like the two concepts and him them coming together. It's actually a really yeah. sweet movie. I really suggest it to be like honest. Holes. The movie Holes was good. That was a great book and a great movie. But God damn, we don't talk about Holes enough. No. <laughs> Peter Butter Falcon was good. I remember you told me to watch that one. But every time I see Shia LaBeouf, no matter what he's playing, I immediately think of Holes and Transformers. Yeah. That's he, it. he was in Holes? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was like the main character in Holes. <laughs> Shows how much I know about pop culture. Yeah, man. Like, when I say I'm pop I'm culture ma- illiterate, I am pop culture illiterate. Do I don't want to just say that out of my ass. I'm do you, uh, just like a question, but like, do you uh, have any, like, are you heavy into social media or no? No, not at all. I don't blame you, man. I, I've recently. Lately, I've been talking about it a lot on here. I, I've stayed away from it, man. I, I can't do it. it. It's too much controversial shit and people arguing, and I, I can't do it. And I think it's actually so uh, mind-numbing, and I think it's actually detrimental for people. I really Absolutely. do. I think too much social media can really... Oh, it's horrible. Uh, horrible for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in Holes. Oh, my gosh. Now that you pulled that up... No, yeah, he's in Holes. He's like the main character in Holes. He is the main character in Holes. Was Michael Jordan in Holes? Michael Jordan... No, I'm gonna say no. I just I don't know. I have this I'm weird take memory. A hard stance. So are you using Safari? No, this is fucking this is Duck, Duck, Duck Go, Go, baby. It's it's run through Safari, but the search engine is Duck Duck Go. I've never seen that before. I saw a duck icon. I'm like, that's weird. Oh, Duck Duck Go is real good, man. Yeah, yeah just yeah. It doesn't save any of your data or cookies, and you can clear your history with the press of one button. Hell yeah. 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 Nice. It's uh, and then also, it's like Google will give you certain ones, and it's like. Google will show you what it's connected to. It makes revenue by right. you cl- clicking those things because it is, you know, invest in those companies. Right. DuckDuckGo, just like, here's what people saw. <laughs> this is probably what you're looking for. If it's not, you know, too bad. Yeah, that's literally how it goes. But, uh, yeah, man, I just like, the, I don't know, the social media thing, though, is kind of, I don't know. I, I had to stay away from it. I, I, uh, do you have an iPhone? Uh, I have a Samsung. Oh, okay. Well, iPhone gives you your screen time at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And, uh... For a while, I was at like three and a half hours, like daily. It gives you like your average daily. And I was like, well, some people were telling me they had nine. I was like, that's ridiculous. That's a full work day. That, that's, a, that's what I say every time. What like, do you a, do where you're at, you're looking at your phone nine hours a day just on social media? Right. No reason. No reason no, to have that. Not. But I got it down to, uh, I say I brag about it all the time, but I got it down to seven minutes a day average that was my daily average was seven minutes a day that's how much now 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 it's like i have to keep up with news and shit just talk about shit on here but uh for the most part i I try to keep it to like an hour an hour and a half a day and i I deleted tiktok for that reason even i i'll i could never tell you how much i spent usually i'm only on social media now i used to run a social media page for a charity group i work for and then um I'm only on it now mm. if I'm bored. If there's, like, really nothing else to do, I'll go on Instagram and just scroll. Right. But, like, I never was big into posting at all. Like, I think I have my my Instagram now. My old Instagram I had for about four years. I think I had eight posts. Uh, yeah. I, but I haven't posted on Instagram almost, like, like I want to say two and a half years now. Yeah. 
It just rots your brain out. It's just a horrible. Yeah. Like it's great. Like you can connect with people across right. the world. It's a great public forum and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like it's like it's exactly mind numbing. It's just mind numbing, and then you 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 stop using it. Your mind's just foggy. You can't focus on anything else. Right. And people get addicted to it so easily. Right. Way too And there's very, like, this, I, I don't know, I, like, especially the TikTok thing. And I was tell I, I always talked about it on here. If you even go back a couple episodes ago, I, I talked about deleting it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to delete it. I'm going to delete it. And I, and I finally did. And I remember I texted him, like, as soon as I deleted it. I was like, man, I finally deleted it. And he was like, fucking good, man. Great. But it's like, it's just like that app gives you so much controversial shit. And it's so mind-numbing. And, like, it's designed to do that. It's designed to it's do designed that. It's designed to keep but, you engaged. But yeah. it's also, also, if you read... Um, Elon Musk talked about this, or someone on Dura Rogan talked about it. It may have been Elon, it may have been someone else, but TikTok is so closely ingrained within the Communist Chinese Party, the CCP. Yeah, of course it is. If, uh, and I, I actually checked this out. I actually downloaded the app and went through their terms and agreements. I'm like, there's no way it says this. It's like, we have the right to take everything off your phone, basically. Right. And it, they put it in very legal jargon, which I yeah. can kind of understand. I'm like, oh, they take everything it's not like oh we're gonna take your search history we're gonna no everything everything you make a photo you send a photo on snapchat see someone in the ccp sees it yeah and you know what um i i deleted it after i sent him an article about like uh tiktok got hacked and two billion of its users got their data stolen i'm not saying like other apps aren't doing that no i'm not saying that but i sent it to him and i'm like i'm deleting tiktok right now and he's like good do it, good, do it. and i was like I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, uh, it was more just because of the controversial shit and the mind numbingness where it was like people just arguing and being upset. And I'm like, I don't know how people can sit here because like that hurt. Like it, I left the app stressed. Like I left the app more stressed and I was like, I don't even know how that's fucking possible. You know what I mean? It was, it was just brutal. And so many people are just so divided now. Even I feel like since the pandemic, like after the pandemic, it almost like I talked about it in the beginning, we were there beginning. We were all there together. Like it was yeah. like, this is us. This is great. This is great. We had, but a, th we had a threat bigger than ourselves, and right. we saw the human ca capacity to be like, okay, our problems are bull. Let's yeah. you know connect together and bring right. us together. But as soon as people started getting divided on issues like vaccine passports, right. vaccines, that sort of it thing, it got it got boom. it got south very quickly. Very quickly. Like very quickly. People Toilet were, paper. Right. Yeah. That, you know what? I wanted to go back <laughs> to that because you were talking about like uh, the shelves not being stocked. Yeah. What the fuck was the toilet paper thing? How much are you shitting, dog? You know what I mean? What the fuck people is were going selling on? It. No, no, no. That, yeah. the most, like, people you... would walk in. Right. I, I the guy who walked in is like this coronavirus thing is going to be like the worst thing in the world and walked into his local grocery stores and like cleared out a bunch of toilet paper. I was right. like, "You're stupid. Why are you buying so much toilet paper?" I get right before the pandemic. Guarantee you, two weeks later, he's a millionaire. Right. Absolutely. No, listen. <laughs> there's, a, there's one guy out here out there listening to this going, "That was me." I did it. So, so yeah. there was a guy at Costco in the beginning of the pandemic, and he bought all the hand sanitizer and was standing outside of Costco selling the hand sanitizer. So he bought all of it, and then they made him give it away to charity. The cop came, and he made him give Good. it away. Good. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, if you, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'll say it. If you're somebody during a pandemic is buying everything and reselling it for hire, you're kind of Price a gadget. fuck. You're a piece of fucking shit, dude. You are. You're that's a piece a, of that's, shit. That's, that's a that's Every fuck. corporation did that the whole time. Though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, fuck that one guy for doing hands. <laughs> well, fuck that one dude. Fuck that one guy in particular. Fuck you know? that one guy outside of Costco. Fuck that. Fuck dude, you, man. motherfucker. Yeah, no. 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that that is fucked up though. It's like during a pandemic where people were worried of like literally dying because that's what they were putting out there that you were gonna yeah. die from this fucking yeah. thing. Because so, we knew nothing about it. Well, I was nervous, bro. I was nervous. Yeah, I didn't know same. what the fuck was going on. No. You know what I mean? I was like, oh shit, yeah, something's actually a, happening. Yeah, it's a virus from the SARS family, which we've experienced like the common colds, right? Yeah, the yeah, avian yeah. flu. That's part of the SARS family. But this is a completely new strand we knew nothing about. Yeah. All we knew was. There was a virus somewhere in China. We're like, okay, you know, these sort of things happen from time to time in more rural parts of China. Because China, China's very industrialized along the, the coast. But as soon as you start going inland, it's unindustrialized. Yeah. It's very rural. So these things happen out there. Right. And then all of a sudden, China starts shutting down. And they didn't announce anything. But if you track global uh, economic flow, they start shutting things down. And... Well, in they the didn't West, want you start look looking at, and go, yeah. oh, yeah. something big's coming, something big's coming. And when it hit, because we had those indicators from China that it was slowing down, that it was massively affecting the workforce population, we knew, we, ha- we had no idea if it was killing them, we had no idea how sick it was making them. Mm-hmm. All we had was the indicators that China just stopped producing things. Okay. And they're back now, they're being shut down. Cause in the some cases cities, are, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, like, right at the start, people were like, posting these videos of people like dying in the street in China. Right, yeah. What was that? What did they gain from sharing like just some clicks? Why I don't know. That's, that's another reason why I don't like social media is because like, if there's a car accident nowadays, it's nine, pe- nine yeah. out of ten people are going to sit there and record it. They're not going to go check. Which is so fucked up. It's like, like who get, who cares? Like I know we have this. My innate, followers. Yeah, we have this innate desire to see like ooh, death, ooh, car mm. crashes, that sort of well, thing, but like Go help. Like, even, don't just pull out your phone. Right. And it's even, like, fights. Like, I know it's kind of a different yeah. move, but, like, fights where, where the guy will get knocked out and then someone's kicking his fucking head in. Like, I've personally seen it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, he's knocked out. Like, I, I've, been da- I've been downtown and I've watched someone physically get knocked out and then them kick him in the he- fucking head. Like, a f- not once, a few times. And I remember looking at him I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, he's clearly knocked out. And what the fuck, like, I'm not condoning violence. I'm not. I'm big on defending yourself. Like, you should. Absolutely. Like, yeah. if someone's coming at you, fucking get out of there. You know what I mean? Get up, do what you got to do and get the fuck out of there. But, like, if you're going to sit there and then kick somebody's head in, when, first of all, you probably both are drunk. So, these shots that you're throwing aren't accurate and you're probably going to knock someone out really easy because you're already, you're drunk, right? And if you're hitting somebody, they're, they're going to get knocked out way easier. But then, like, when they're kicking his fucking head in, when he's already down and defenseless, it's like... Man, first of all, it can go south really quick. You can fucking kill that guy, man. Like, if he's on the ground already knocked out unconscious and you're kicking him in the fucking head, where's that going to lead? Yeah. Like, so I, I don't like seeing that shit. And I remember, like, yelling at someone, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, that's absolutely ridiculous that you even would do that. Yeah. Like, whatever. You, he bugged you. You knocked him out. That's the end of it, though. Like, yeah. leave him alone. Like, don't kick his fucking head in. No. You nuts. Yeah. God damn, man. And then people will stand around as he's... And everyone's it. like this. Every, everyone's <laughs> like this. Everyone's like this. Yeah. Like, don't, don't even go phone. fucking help the guy, For man. For those who can't see that, he is holding his phone up as if he... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I will, yeah. But, like, th- it's fucking ridiculous, No, it's man. absolutely ridiculous. Like, where's the common sense, like, stepping, like, hey, walk away, whatever. And no one wants to de-escalate a situation. No. Right? Like, if I see two guys... Like, I remember seeing uh, my buddy and this one guy were arguing, and I remember just going there... Like and I'm trying I'm de I'm trying to de-escalate it right I'm like hey what the fuck's going on man like relax just go go to your table go to your table have a few drinks he'll go back to his like you know what are we doing here 
because we've always been told to stay out of it or you can get in trouble as well. Right. You're going to get wrapped up but into it. It's not even that. Every guy thinks they're the toughest guy in the bar when they start drinking. Oh Every gosh. fucking guy thinks they're tough, man. This is why I avoid bars. I like pubs more than bars. Cause right. I've been going to those food. more, man. I've been going to fucking bars. Like, just like, like I hate the club noise. The boom, boom. Like, no, I don't need to hear that all night. Thanks. No. Like, I've done, I did enough of that <laughs> when I was younger. I don't need to hear it anymore. I. I didn't, even, I didn't even do it when I was younger. When I, when I was Good, man. Smart. Go, I didn't go. Smart, to because be honest. First off, I was like, okay, why do we go to clubs? To drink and to pick up women. Well, the drinks are overpriced. You're going to get sloshed. A propensity for some drunk guy to come up to you, take offense to the way you looked, you looked at, at him. You looked at him or looked at someone else. Well, what would you look at me, bro? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then if you're going <laughs> to pick up women downtown... Is that really the kind of people you want to be picking up? If yes. Like, for me, like, that... Well, it depends. Like, for me, I, w- I was always like, I want a serious relationship. I want a long-term relationship. Most women in bars aren't looking for that. And we're picking up different clubs. women. Yeah, we're picking up different women. We're right? picking up different chicks. And it's just chicks. not a scene for me. If you're into the club scene, power to you. If you want to go out, if you want to go do whatever with whoever, go ahead. Go do it. Not for me, though. Well, fair enough. Not for me. Yeah, you weren't finding that tequila bottle. Can you pause this for a second? Yeah. So I can piss. So do you, like, hate China as much as I do? Or oh, you my just God. <laughs> <laughs> Way to start back. Well, I'm just saying, like, if the CCP hears this, I hated you. I've hated you my entire life, and I hope you burn to the ground. All those videos right now are saying, like, your economy's crashing. I know they're probably propaganda, but I hope it's fucking true. No, their, their economy is actually crashing. It is? Yeah, no, no. Oh, so thank God. So in China, the way their real estate uh, market works, it's, like, it's semi-communist, semi-capitalist. Like, you don't own the property the government does through, like, a corporation, and it's it's, it's in a limbo zone, right? Their biggest real, uh, real estate company is going under, but the crappiest part is in China, it's legal to sell apartments and stuff before, before they're, they're built. Before they're built. <laughs> before the ground's even broken. Like in Canada, you can do it too, to some extent. But, but if you, you don't get, build that apartment, yeah, those people screwed. get their money back. You're screwed, yeah. Um, the problem is, they can't pay their debtors back. And that's like a worldwide, they can't pay anyone back. And that's why their economy's crashing, because most of the Chinese, like a lot of Chinese industries are tied to the real estate market. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, because they're screwed. If that company goes bankrupt, that'll crash their economy, but it'll also have knock-on effects for the rest of the world because they are like trillions of dollars in debt to foreign debtors. Yeah. Uh, billions, if not trillions. Whew. Yes. And they buy up places here. Yeah. Those That right. company buys up land here. Yeah. <laughs> China owns a lot of our wheat fields. Yeah, which they, I don't uh, like. They, they buy a lot of our food export because they can. They, they, have such, they had a such a large population, they could not feed it. Yeah. That's why they bought it from us. Uh, man, we're never going to figure this shit out. We brought up the World Without Borders thing more than once. We're never – because we're just – it's too far gone. We let it go too, too far. Yeah. Like, now, there's a bunch of different ways that could work, but it involves people in power now either <laughs> surrendering power or yeah, adding another happen. layer of government on top of the government we already have, and that just gets way too complicated uh-huh. when you have – Four or five levels of government now, because then you gotta like you can't just have one. Like look at the United Nations; they can't get anything passed. No. Anything passed. Anything meaningful? Like there's so much debate, there's so much compromise that a lot of the things they end up passing are just neutered. But it's like, what are you gonna What are you gonna do? You think that one council can right all the wrongs for how how many people are we at now? Like seven billion. Seven billion. Yeah. You think you think they're gonna figure it out? Like those elected officials, those are the guys that are gonna figure it out. Sure, I'm yeah, I'm highly uh, confident. Most of them are appointed. Oh yeah, that makes yeah, that makes it even better. Yeah, <laughs> most of them are appointed by the governments of the day. 
I know, oh, I know yeah. one for Saudi Arabia, they, the ambassador UN's always tied closely to the direct royal family. Like, their royal family's massive in Saudi Arabia, yeah. but like the direct royal family always has like a very close tie to the UN ambassadors or all ambassadors throughout the world. But of course they would. Yeah. They make they make the money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. The second industrial revolution, fossil fuels, pretty much has powered the entire planet for at least a hundred years. Yeah. So they're gonna have a pretty strong pull in the direction it goes. Second Industrial Revolution? The Third Industrial Revolution is coming, buddy. Trust me. It's going to happen. Is it renewable energy? I fucking hope so. Is it going to happen? Not in not our unless, lifetimes. Not unless we have a quantum leap in battery technology. But we're not going... The whole... And like we, I know electric cars are a good idea. But we can't, we can't sustain that. There's no way to sustain that. Lithium Didn't we talk about that? Probably, yeah. yeah lithium, go, ahead, go ahead. Lithium ion batteries are as worse for the environment, like as bad right. as fossil fuels over the lifespan of the car. You're not even the first guy to say that. You know, the first person I heard say that yeah. was uh, David Atherborough. The guy that does all those fucking uh, National Geographic documentaries, yes. like his voice. You know what I'm talking my about? Man, yeah. My man, my man. He even said, he, he had a documentary, it's called... Uh, I think it's called uh, Our Planet. Mm -hmm. And he literally talks about how we're trying to move to electric cars. But he's like, if you took all that lithium from the fucking ground, it would be actually detrimental for the environment. Because they got to take the lithium. Because lithium doesn't produce naturally. It only produces in small pockets. Right. Yeah. So you got to rip it out of the... You have to deforest an area. Rip it out of the ground, which is poisonous. It's mm -hmm. a poisonous material. Yeah. Then you have to put it onto containers, ship it hundreds of miles to the sea usually... Put it on container ships, ship it to a processing plant, ship it to a battery plant, and then put it in batteries. Yeah, Chase, if there's, I want you to search up, there was, a, when he said in the documentary, he was talking about how lithium holds a certain poison in the ground. Like, there, a certain gas that would be released. He, he was talking about it. I forget what it was, though. The gas, like the gas that holds it. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I I can't, I can't think of anything else. Uh, Fields, beautiful from uh, trouble, trouble on the ground. There it is. Yeah. I have twenty twenty vision. I have difficulty reading that stuff. I'm blind, so don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not wearing my glasses. I can't see shit. How? I can't read that. It's out of focus, man. Leave us alone. I don't know how to set up a projector. It's all right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just giving you some trouble. Uh... Yeah, these extraction fuels are kind of crazy. Though. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That's Jesus. ridiculous. That's only used to be forest, right? Yeah. And now, now it's Fuck. that pools of lithium fucking infused water. Um, um. Yep. Oh, there's that. Oh, it was Korea, South Korea. Is that South Korea or North Korea? Definitely South. I don't think North Korea can do that. No, North Korea has a uh, nuclear power. Really. They have a nuclear program. Yeah, but I didn't realize they had invested any of it in power. <laughs> well, no, to get to um, weapons-grade uranium, which I believe is uranium-236, you have to start, which is one of the rarest elements in the world, like 0.01% right. or 0.03% of natural, naturally occurring uranium, which does not occur very uh, frequently in nature, is uh, weapons-grade, which is uranium-256, which causes the most volatile fission reaction fissions and fusion reactions ever like Jeez. it is it is one of the most volatile substances for that and that's why it's so good in nuclear power and um weapons because it's so volatile yep <sighs> do you think we should uh we sh we should have nukes at all 
No. Yeah, I don't understand why we they keep building those. Why do company like why do con- I say countries, but I mean companies as well. Why do they keep building those? <laughs> uh, because someone did it once. Just so everyone every- has one. Yeah, yeah so but everyone has one, and it's it mad actually works. It works. Look at it the works. Cuban, it works well. Sure, but it's also like until we have crazy person in charge. Shit. Why do you need? Bro, okay, shit? bro. He said <laughs> that shit. He said he's like, guys. Look, I'm not an advocate for Trump. I'm not. Uh, but you gotta admit. That shit was pretty fucking funny when he was like, "What are you gonna do about Hurricane Dorian?" He goes, "I don't know. You want to nuke it? Like, you know, I, I just fuck around, dude. Like, you know what I mean?" He, bro, you gotta admit, I'll sit here and say, he was at least the funniest president of the United States. Yeah. He was funny, bro. People would give him facts and statistics about what's going on. He'd be like, "Wrong, wrong." I don't believe in that. <laughs> right? And then... Uh, he, def- he definitely shattered what it means to be a politician right. in the U.S. But, like, people didn't know what to do with that. No. People that were in politics for 40 fucking years didn't know what to do when he would say that. He'd be like, wrong. And, he, bro, he would just say shit like, that's obvious. He'd be like, this room, this room is small. This table, beautiful table. A lot of homeless. A lot of homeless here. Yeah. Right? It's like, fuck. You got to admit, that was pretty fucking funny, man. <sighs> it's just, you know... I feel like that was a rep- representation of the average person that was uh, paying attention to politics at the time. Right. They were just like, yep, that's our guy. Yeah. He was just Get him in there. <laughs> I'll nuke it. Even, uh, like, the debates. Who's the guy that uh, that runs those? Uh, Ron? No, it's not Ron, is it? I forget the guy, but he would just be like, he would go, or Ted Cruz. When he was arguing with Ted Cruz about the fucking uh, economy, and he just goes... Your wife looks like a dog, Ted. Your <laughs> wife looks like a dog. They're talking about the economy, and this guy just throws a fucking job. Gotta throw out. it in there. Gotta yeah, throw it in there. That's, his, that's his business coming out, right? Like his 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 strategy <laughs> was just to rattle people, even in right. debates, was just to rattle people. It's like that because you got to think from like Ted Cruz's perspective. You're talking about the economy. All of a sudden, your wife comes up. What does yeah. that do to your emotional state? Right. Shit. And not to mention, four months later, Ted Cruz goes, I fully support Donald J. Trump. That's got to hurt. That's, that's got to hurt. They called your wife a dog. Dude. Like, imagine you have to go home to your wife and be like, I had to, honey. Yeah, sorry. On, you mean on the national television when they were arguing? And he just goes, your wife's a dog. Your wife looks like a fucking dog. <laughs> that's wild. That's, tough. that's so wild I to love, say. I, I do like Ted Cruz because the only reason is because he cooked bacon with a gun. Did he actually? He actually on a suppressor? Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wrapped it on a suppressor and then like started mag dumping because yeah. he's from Texas. I'm like, that is the most Texas thing in that the world. That is. Man, Isn't he Canadian? Ted Cruz? Yeah. No, he's from Texas. Man, I for some reason... Maybe I'm wrong. Ted Cruz, Canadian. <laughs> in America. Oh, no. American, American politician, politician and attorney serving as... Junior U.S. Senator for Texas since 2013. He's the junior one. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Who's the senior one? Yeah, he was born in Canada. No, Calgary, yeah. Alberta. <laughs> well, in 1970. Me, color me surprised, but like the part of Canada does not surprise me. But no, not at all. The fact he was he is from Canada. Well, yeah, then. I didn't even know that either. That's kind of wild. It's like when he talks, he sounds like he's been he born and bred in Texas. Well, he's got to play that part. He's a fucking funny guy. He's a funny guy. I just... (laughs) (laughs) Cooking bacon with a gun, though, is pretty wild. Yeah, it's... It's crazy. Oh, man. It's just... It's a show. If you... American politics at this point is a show. 
It's a reality show. It's a reality show. Politics is a show. That's politics the idea. Politics yeah, but it's like no one's watching Canadian but it's, politics. But it's funny to see the American politics. Well, like you got to admit, seeing Biden and Trump up there, that shit's fucking now, hilarious. I, watch, I don't watch too many debates. I watch that Wait, one. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, does, he, does the Conservative Party announce their leader tonight or tomorrow? Uh, I just remember I that. didn't even know that was coming this out. weekend. They, their whole thing's coming out. Oh my god, who do you think it's going to be? Oh my god. Oh, it could uh, be anybody. could be anyone. It's, it's, it's one candidate. <laughs> I won't name who. I don't want to be wrong. Uh, it, it, there's one front runner who everyone knows, and then there's other people. I'm like, oh, you were running? I had no idea. Why did you even try? <laughs> no, not the UK. Yeah, Canada. See, this is what I mean. No one gives yeah, a shit. Yeah, that's the new prime, prime minister of the UK who sworn in on Tuesday. Isn't she like uh, the fifth one that's not elected? Uh, you got to be more specific. Like, what kind of time frame you talking about in the UK? Because they roll, they they've had rollover prime ministers before, where it's just like an entire administration just been roll over, and yeah. then they the, the, the monarch had to go. We got to dissolve parliament because no one's no able one's to charged. form a solid government. Yeah. No one can form me a solid government. Uh, okay. Saturday, September tenth. Okay, so it's tomorrow. Damn it's tomorrow. It. Yeah. yeah it tomorrow. I wonder who it's it gonna be. I'm definitely watching that live stream. Because that's who's that's that's Trudeau's major opponent. Like I know a lot of people say, oh, John Lee Singh is gonna be his major opponent. Not really. They have a very similar platform, and the fact that John Lee Singh has been has been so cooperative with the Liberals has I has uh, alienated his NDP base. They're like, we vote you for a reason. And we don't want you working Not because we with want them. them. Exactly. Apparently, the death of the Queen has affected it. It might be pushed back. What? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because they might they might wait ten days mm-hmm. as the oblig- obligatory uh, mourning period. Yeah, I think uh, Jamaica did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were still a yeah. colony, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We still have colonies. It's it's crazy. Well, the monarchy is colony, but they're still they're they're an independent country in their own right. They're under the British. They're like they're it's like, like they got moved from underneath the UK. To next to the UK under the crown, like us, just diagonally, not directly under, but like diagonal. (laughs) We're still under them, but like we don't really respect them enough. It's just I don't know. It's crazy. We still had a monarchy. Yeah. At at all that was respected enough that we're like we're gonna have to take ten days off. Oh no! For the funeral, it's definitely gonna be a public holiday, and then this isn't official. This is my predictions. The funeral and then the um, coronation are gonna be both public holidays. You think so? Absolutely. I hope so. I hope so too. Any any other public holiday? God save the king. God save the king, baby. First day at work in seventy three years. Charles, right? King Charles (laughs) now. Yeah. King Charles the third. King Charles the second didn't end too well. (laughs) The modern the the history of the monarchy is just insane. It's just insane. Like, they were like, oh, it's the chosen by God. We got to follow him, man. It's like, her, her mama's in charge. We got to listen to her. Her mama's in charge. <laughs> She's here now. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely not going to be Prince Andrew, right? Fucking, people would have been fucking outraged if it was that guy. Wasn't the queen still alive when they were still, like, doing the whole colonization thing? No, that had, that had basically ended. But, uh, no, she was alive. No, no, no. I think she was Long almost in charge. <laughs> no, she came to power in 1954. She was running for like 70, 80 years or something. Yeah, Wasn't 70 she? years. 70 oh, years. So 70 years would be 52. Yeah. Yeah, 52. Queen of Oman in Yemen. No. <laughs> Listen, I, I just I have Why this weird memory. In Yemen? Yeah. I think, uh, I think, 
the UK, USA, and a couple European allies have been almost at a proxy war in Yemen for like nearly seven years. In a limited capacity, more of Saudi Arabia, Iran are in the middle. Of yeah, but if they're there, then we're doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> no. We don't have any. I know. We, I know for a fact we don't have any troops deployed there right now. No, that's but why I said proxy war, baby. Yeah, proxy, proxy war. Proxy war. <laughs> but. Uh. This new god from Yemen. What? Don't worry about that. What did you search? Don't worry about that. <laughs> I told you you're not supposed to ask him questions. Sorry, I did. The it goes. And you you gotta let. On the wall or I'm gonna this is why we go. This is why we're getting somebody. <laughs> this is why we're getting. Somebody. I go off track too quick. <laughs> all right. You get so in debt, like you get like hunched over, and it gets so focused on your searches. Because I, I, it's great. I love new information. Anything he does it. All you gotta start talking to him is about interesting shit. Like, hey Chase, what do you think about the CIA? <laughs> there you go. Let him, you can go off on that. Well, listen, man. It depends. Uh, which which Isle of Control do you want to talk about? You want to talk about how they were just like. They bought out a brothel and started drugging people just to see what they would do. You remember that? No, no. no. You didn't. No. You never heard about it. I know. I know for a fact. Operation the ran drugs and guns across the Mexican border so many times they started They've losing They've done count. so much. So there w- so that much wasn't shit. that wasn't proven. It's just all speculation. So anyway, the Operation Midnight Climax. Uh, they uh, basically bought out a brothel. This sounds like, fake. Not. With a name like Midnight Climax? It's not. It's on their website. Very real. It's, it's on their website. It's on their website. Bullshit anyway. Cap. Let's go. Okay, I, I'll look it up. Cap. I gotta tell the story first. I can't type and talk at the same time. I'm illiterate. So, <laughs> how it goes is they bought a brothel. They brought in prostitutes. They're like, okay, when these guys are here, drop some LSD on their tongue. <laughs> and we'll, we'll record it and see what, they ha- we'll see what happens. They just loved doing that. They did a lot of LSD. They were just like, oh, this fucks people up. Let's just let's see how far I can go. Yeah. Let's just give this guy in charge of a cult a bunch. They did MK that a Ultra? lot at McGill. MKUltra had a big hand at McGill University in Montreal. Yeah. Like, yeah. massive. Surprise, they stayed open. It's cool, though. You know, they were just like, oh, we took part of a government experiment, man. It's the government. We can't say no. <laughs> to LSD, you probably could. Not, not when it's the government telling now, you got to do it. Now, the CIA that gave LSD to dolphins to try and get them to communicate? Like they yeah, we've talked about that many yeah, times. Yeah, they flooded half a house and had the dolphin live with the female. Yeah, and she ended up having yep. to do LSD with the Yeah, dolphin. and they almost fucked. They, yeah. She was like stressed I didn't fuck it. Yeah. I like, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I he did. rubbed up against me, but I didn't. No, uh, apparently they, um, she gave, she jerked him off. Like jerked the dolphin off. Good, good for well, her. She had to address that she didn't fuck it, though. Like, yes. right? she didn't, I didn't fuck the dolphin. I didn't fuck it. But it did climb out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it did finish, though. Let at least, you know, at least she was, a, you know, she was a champ. You know what I mean? Like, at least she's fucking looking out, you That's know? Just disgu- like, just think about that. It's still just disgusting. I heard that once on another podcast. They were talking of, about it. I'm like, That's disgusting. There's a lot of weird... You never... You Have you ever heard of this... Uh, what's that fucking island where they f- just fuck donkeys? Oh, you mean, uh, I know, I can't remember the name yeah. of the island. I don't know if it was an island. Actually, I shouldn't even say island. But it was some place, and, like, this guy's given a tour of the, like, of this village, and they all fuck donkeys. And he was just, like, midway through the fuck, midway through it, as he's giving them, like, this tour, mm-hmm. he's just like, hold on, like, I can't, like, he couldn't keep it together. And he's like, I gotta, oh, go, I gotta go fuck that donkey. I and have he to. Did, did. He went no. and fucked that donkey. Oh I have gosh. to, this. I love how in CAA they're just like home, careers. It's like, I don't think you'd apply for, uh, there might be some jobs. In I wonder if I'll be put on a watch list for this. 
I hope I am. Uh, you're already on watch. I'm on. We're on. So if it's many. the if it's the CIA, I'm at least on there, like three three watch three watch lists for sure. Why is there 900 results? <laughs> I uh, I definitely am on a watch list. So for one of my undergrad classes, we we did a whole. My prof did a whole lecture on 9/11. Oh no, that's up, watch list for sure. We ended up. I ended up writing a paper about it. Like we had to write a paper about it. Go and off. Go off. We ended up having to do research for this paper. So all you're searching up is 9/11 conspiracies, 9/11, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm. It, I swear. Um, you actually know her, my girlfriend at the time. Uh, still my girlfriend now. Whoa. Uh, looked at me and she said, she's like, you're definitely on a freaking watch list. Because I, like, I go hard when I write a paper. You have right, to, right? Right. I go hard. So I was doing research. I had like a hundred tabs. I looked, like some guy at CAs are looking at my computer going, this guy's just conspiracy now. This guy's going so too deep. Because I had to do a paper for it. You ever, uh, you ever see that documentary Turning Point on Netflix? About the 9-11 doc, uh, documentary? No, I haven't. It's a fucking really good documentary, man. Really, uh, really actually opened your eyes to a lot. And now, uh, you know, Dick Cheney and all of us, we were in Afghanistan for 20 fucking years. 20 fucking years. Ridiculous. In Iraq, right? In Iraq. We were oh, there. it was like, we're already here. We'll yeah. just kind of spread yeah. out a bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. Operation Midnight. Motherfucker, you doubted me, eh? You doubted me, eh? Of Project MKUltra, the first microtone research program that began in the 1950s. Damn. Oh my god, they have the address. They got the 225C Chestnut Street. <laughs> what city? That I'm looking it up. What, uh, Telegraph Hill Apartment in Washington. They did it in D.C.? That's good. Dude. Right, at the they, right at the core. Of course, of course know, they did it in D.C. The core of America. It's close. <laughs> yeah. It's in Michigan. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe there's one in DC. Yeah, there's definitely got to be more than a more than one Chestnut Street in America. Nah, it's just the one. Just the one. No, he brought you back to. Uh... Maybe 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 it is Michigan. It's oh, there's one in Washington. There's Washington, yeah. 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 Here, click on the map for a second. I want to see how close it is to the White House. I'm gonna laugh. The, it's you know down the, the crappy, street. You know what the crappy part is? <laughs> that's not. That, that's not. It's not the worst thing that's happened in like a one mile radius of the White House. No, of course not. No, oh, man, this I mean John F. Kennedy was president. Why is it? Oh, there it is. All right. You think you can uh, identify the White House just by the street map? Absolutely. Zoom out. I don't know how. No. Oh, there we go. If I could, I would. I don't know. <laughs> um. So Washington D.C. is just a giant circle, if I don't remember, if I remember correctly. Wait. This is not Washington D.C. Oh, that's Washington State. Damn it. All right, well, that's not as cool, but, you know, that's probably where it was at. That's Washington, Washington State, it looks like, because that's Greenville. That's ridiculous. All right. Hot tub rules. Did you say hot tub curls? I touched his foot. <laughs> that's close to us, baby. <laughs> not even close. Ah, that's close enough. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. About yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. Well, all right. U.S. Right. has done crazy things. Yeah, yeah, they just like they fuck around. Town they just syphilis. fuck around. Like they're just they freestyle. Like I, <laughs> you know what I mean? They just don't care. When right. when a push comes to shove, America can push. Yeah, like push hard. We even we even talked about it like one time on here, uh, how uh, we found it fucked up that you know, like police would go to some of these high schoolers and like get them to sell them drugs, so they can put them away. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard any of these stories. So there's a story where 
this uh, girl, like this, she's a cop, and she's playing a high school student. So she gets in with this 16-year-old kid, and she's like, not obviously fucking with him, but making him think, like, they're going to hook up, they're going to get together, like, oh, why don't you uh, bring this back to my place or whatever, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's, uh, like, I don't know what the fuck like is going on like if the cop is there they're just so bored like they gotta start like fucking with these high school kids which is weird to me right like why are you gonna fuck around with a high school student they got enough problems for like, they got enough problems but then you're like deliberately getting this fucking high schooler to sell you drugs yeah like what and they're 16 yeah. like wait why are you trying to fuck their life up so early what the fuck yeah. like you know Go do something else. Go be more productive. Go be more productive. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I said the girl thing. Imagine if that was a dude fucking around with your daughter. Oh. We would hang that man from the street. Like, that man, right? Yeah. That's I mean, fucked up, that's man. That, that's messed up. That's fucked that's up. messed up. Oh, my God. What? Okay, so I looked up the, the Tuskegee oh, syphilis study. Oh, this study. Yeah, so they were like, okay, we'll just infect 400 African Americans with syphilis. Mm. The worst part was that... The doctors tracked them, and every time they'd go into a clinic to seek medical attention for syphilis, even after the syphilis like vaccine and like the cure was found, these doctors would go to the medical institution to say, you cannot cure these people. We're still doing a research project. Yeah, it ran from 1932 to 1972. I can't believe That's why I said, oh, my God. Years. 1972, that's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. These there was there was military doctors who were tasked with following these guys' medical history, and every time they checked into a, ho- a hospital, checked into a clinic to try and get help treating this, because they were told they didn't have syphilis. Because um, you gotta remember, this was like a Jim Crow era. There was not a lot of medical knowledge mm-hmm. within Southern communities, especially the Southern Black community. So these guys didn't know what syphilis was, mm-hmm. and they were told, um, "We're gonna give you a cure for syphilis, whatever." Don't worry about it. That's how they got them to reject right, right, syphilis. Yeah. And so when they went into the hospital to find out what's going on, these doctors came in and said, do not cure them. Do not give them medical help. We have to learn about this in uh, Intro to Psychology. And we ha- I learned this a bunch in the social sciences. It's ridiculous. Like it was disgusting. Take your fucking birth control. That's you not what that alarm shit. is. You know it, man. I gotta brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I do it to him every time. Yeah. Every time I hear it go off, I'm why? Why do you have an alarm set for eight p.m.? Yeah, to brush his teeth. Because usually I'm in bed by nine. Oh. Yeah, I got a full time. I work big boy hours. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I start at like six a.m. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. We gotta, we gotta oh, man. Podcast now, or we can keep going? no, we can keep going. I, I put it on snooze, so it's gonna go off every twenty minutes until we do. But oh, <laughs> I got, I need that reminder. So what are we looking up now? Nothing. No, nah, we're just gonna ignore <laughs> that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, but even uh, going back, because you said like that was in 1972. So I watched a documentary about f- uh, football. I, I forget if it was a university. It was a while ago. It was, I think it was a university, Al- the University of Alabama, mm-hmm. their football team. Yeah. So they were still very racist back then so like they were you know it's only white people and what happened was they got this other team i forget the team i should have remembered this document it was so long ago but this obviously this other team they brought him down to alabama ended up kicking the shit alabama and they're like damn those black boys can play so they had like this coach it's based on this coach right and this coach ends up like you know saying like he brings like the first i think there was four guys brings the first black people on the team it was this is uh you right uh 1971 but the, but think about that we were at the moon like we went to the moon do you understand it like yeah. ni- 1969 we went to the moon and then this final they alabama finally let you know 
uh, black students uh, playing football. They're like, man, those boys can play football because like, they kicked the shit out of them. Yeah. That was the whole point. So it was like crazy to think about that. But like going back, because I was thinking back in time, and you're like, damn, even then, but we still went to the moon. Like I always, yeah. I always la- label that it as that. It wasn't that long ago. That it wasn't was, that long that ago. 40 years ago? And we still can't figure out how to do it now. Yeah. Because they pushed that shit back again, didn't they? They yeah, did, yeah. In, yeah. To an unspecified date. Yeah. Basically, it means we found a major problem we need to go fix. Yeah, but it was like, that means. bro, they hand wrote that code back then. How are you guys not figuring this out? Right. <laughs> it's true, though. It's like, a, it's like an oil leak or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Just set it up there. Send it up there. <laughs> just send it. Screw it. Just send not it. even a manned mission. It's crazy even to think about, like, uh, back then, though, it was between the Soviets and U- United States, right, about who can get there first. And it's like, I personally, I've always gone back to, uh, you know, we, we get deep into aliens and shit. We get weird on this podcast. But, yeah, like, weird with it. But I said, like, if there was a species that could travel here, right, let's say hypothetically, I would think they would actually have to all bind together at first. Like, as a race to move from planet to planet. Like, yes. you can't do this as divided you, individuals. You have to have some sort of centralized authority, centralized cohesion. Right. To be able to do that, or you're just going to bring the problems there, and then you start getting into intergalactic, you know, conflict that right. way. And it, that's just a whole other mess we don't want to be dealing with. No, no, no. But that's what I, I personally, in my view, I think we wouldn't be able to... I feel like for, like, interstellar travel... Like, if you're going to be traveling from planet to planet, you need, I think we would all need to come together as a species and put our differences aside. Or some corporations will figure sure, it out. Sure, corporations. But my point is, like, to keep going forward, I think we would have to come together. Do but I don't think we'll ever... What was that? Do you think Elon's going to do it? you think he's going to go to Mars? <sighs> I don't know. He, he, he keeps trying. I don't think he's going to make it, though. I don't, I don't know. Would I'd like guys, to... Would you guys go? No. Yeah. To Mars? I won't, I won't be a slave on a different planet. I'll absolutely go. No. I'll be on the first ship. Elon, if you're listening to this, Picture I'll this. Go. Picture this, man. Picture this. Okay. Here the we go. reason they want to make moon bases to move to different planets isn't because they want to improve us as a species. They're like, oh, great, we'll just send everybody there, and then we can have the rich garden planet, and they can live on the desert with rocks in little pods. Never thought about it that way. The reason they're pushing so heavy for us to go to Mars, there isn't anything there. It's not like we're going to terraform it and turn it into a lush green. We could. We're not going to figure that out for a long fucking time. Like, What was our greatest idea? Oh, we'll just nuke the poles. We'll just send some nukes up there. That's the quickest way we could do it. Yeah, but what is the alternative way? Um, having mass industry. If you get mass <laughs> industry and you start putting out greenhouse gases, eventually it will start forming a proto. Even, um, but that's what I mean. Mass industry, what is that? That just involves people working and living in pods. Yeah, for a very long time. Fair enough. What are they feeding those people on that planet? You think we're gonna have Potato- livestock? Potatoes grown in poop. That's a reference to the uh, the marsh. Martian. Yes. It's well, good that, movie. That, that was, was a great movie. movie. And, they, and they said that shit was like accurate. Everything he yeah, did. Yeah. Everything like, they did, they researched it heavy, and they're like, yeah, this is this. It'll is work. This is. But that's it. That's all they got. Yeah. So it's like before long, they're just feeding you cockroaches. <laughs> Oh, now yeah. we're getting into the what's that train movie? Oh, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. They're feeding you protein oh blocks. The protein box are fucking bugs. Yeah, Roundup that, that bugs. movie's great. I don't like the t- like I love the original movie. Yeah, the it TV was just, show was the not TV show was actually pretty. It blew my mind a little bit, and mm-hmm. then it just started getting kind of because they lost it. They lost it near the end there. I, f- I couldn't finish. I finished the first season. Didn't even get halfway through the second. What are they on the fourth now? I think so. Yeah. I think they're on the fourth. I I canceled my net net Netflix subscription. I don't have time anymore. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm only paying for Disney Plus because Lost is on there. <laughs> I'm loving Lost. Yeah? You ever watch Lost? No. You're missing out. Anyone that hasn't watched Lost, I know it's old. It holds up. Trust me, it holds up. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I'm three seasons in. I still have no clue what's happening. <laughs> I'm a big documentary guy. Yeah? I like documentaries. You, any, what's like, I always ask people, what's your favorite, like, document? Have you watched, what's your, like, goal? Because if it's someone I haven't seen, I'll probably watch My it. top one was, I saw, I, I got deep into, like, the Chernobyl accident a couple months right. ago. And I watched a bunch of documentaries on it. I know this isn't a documentary, but I watched, like, a two-hour lecture from a, uh, physics professor at MIT who broke down exactly what happened at Chernobyl and why the disaster happened and why it wasn't a nuclear explosion. Mm. That, that's pretty interesting. Is that oh, it's YouTube? Great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's I great. Wa- have you watched uh, Three Mile Island? That I haven't one? seen that one, no. I know. It's on Netflix. I know you don't have Netflix anymore, but it is on Netflix. Fucking dude, it's good. Yeah. It's good. They... <sighs> they really fucked up there. Yeah, they like they did not warn people ahead of time. Jesus Christ! Because they were trying not to make it a panic, and as soon as everyone's like, "Wait, hold on, what's going on over there?" They go, "You did what?" <laughs> what? And everyone just freaked out and started yeah. going. But now, like, there's a whole thing where people have like issues now, right? Mm-hmm. From ex- being exposed to radiation. They're gonna have issues yeah, for right? generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, they really fucked up there. Like they, uh, so when they were talking about like the core exploding in that reactor. They were like right then and there is when they should like evacuate people, but they didn't. That was all like they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't want to cause a panic, and they didn't want to fuck in, the money up. Even in Chernobyl, they they waited hours to start sending. There was a there's a bridge that's near Chernobyl. It's called the Bridge of Death, because there was people on this bridge when the reactor blew, and it started snowing, and people were like, oh, it's snowing in this. Oh. Wood. It's a, it's a nuclear fallout, and kids are playing in it, and they ended up, like, 50 or 60 people died on this bridge. Yeah. Because they were just exposed to... They, the fallout was just falling on them. And the firefight, the first responders, all of them died because instead of getting... Because the Chernobyl fire departments for the town as well, they weren't prepared to deal with a breach containment because the Soviet reactors, they are... Uh, I forgot the, the uh, short form. I think it's uh, RKM reactors. They only have the core and then one layer of shielding around it. Because like, oh, they're not going to need a second one. Because in the West, we have shielding, and then we have a containment field around that shielding. So this way, if the shield, shielding fails, there's a second containment, which we can at least mitigate the disaster until we can properly seal it off and leave it there. It didn't happen in the Soviets. So when the steam, reaction, the steam explosion happened, and then the hydrogen explosion, which blew the top off the core in Chernobyl and burst the ceiling, the core was directly just exposed to... Um, the yeah, atmosphere, and that's why a lot of uh, Eastern Europe got exposed. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people that have like mixed feelings about nuclear energy now. You hear, and uh, what are your thoughts on it? I love it. Yeah, it's uh, we oh. have come so far as society, and people are like, oh, what about the disasters? I'm like, yeah, you can look at a disaster as, oh shit, this might happen again, or as, oh, we can learn things from these disasters. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl, you don't rush a, a stalled nuclear power plant back to full capacity right. don't go beyond the minimum i'm gonna don't get me started in Chernobyl. i'm gonna go down a rabbit hole and explain right. the whole thing to you that's gonna take an hour <laughs> but i look at it it's the safest form of energy we have yeah it kills the least amount of people per kilowatt produced than anything else we have right now yeah. even green energy because you got to factor in with green energy you have rolling brownouts they aren't it, it can't sustain a power grid it's too expensive you can't do it so nuclear energy should be the way we should go. That's how we solve it. Yeah. That's how we solve it. No, we, I agree. I, we figure out fucking. If we it, get but. better batteries, like a quantum leap in battery technology, 
away from lithium-ion batteries, we should definitely go into nuclear and become a completely electric society. Right. You know, like just, but always people refer to like the Three Mile Island Chernobyl thing, and it's like, yeah, you're looking at that, but it's like, back then we also we have way better like we understand now, right? Yeah. You've we it's anything you do, like you yeah. fuck up, you, you learn, learn. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like so, I mean, fucking up on the, the atomic level. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind of like you know, yeah. it's kind of bad. Most of Eastern Europe got exposed to this. Like even the UK, they got hit by radiation from Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was horrible, but at the same time. We've learned a lot. You know, the Soviet Union had these... The Arkham reactors isn't, aren't like the reactors we have nowadays. And they weren't even like the reactors that the West had back then. They were horrible. So that's why I keep ripping on, like, Chernobyl. is because I've done the research deep into this. I've watched a three-hour lecture from a um, PhD in physics on this. He's like, nuclear power is completely safe. The Soviets did it completely wrong. They yeah. did most things wrong at the time. They did, yeah. <laughs> and you got to, like, know, too, even, like, the three-mile thing, you got to understand that nuclear profit can't come before people's office like safety, safety right yeah so but i think we have better like safety and and i feel like with the technology that we have now i feel like we could make a better safety net you know what i mean like a more Absolutely. more certain protocols involved but uh you know i've talked to some people where they're like no man nuclear energy is bad and i'm like uh, and i i like I, I should look into it more like i didn't like maybe i'll that lecture you're telling me yeah. about like i'll probably be totally into that i'll fucking listen to that shit all day because i i I'm about learning, right? That's why I started this podcast. It's like what me and him did. It's like interesting people like yourself and other people, right, that have, you know, you're fucking definitely way more educated than I am on certain things. So, you you know, you got a lot of things up there, man. But, uh, yeah, bro, I don't know. I uh, I, I got to learn more shit about that. But I couldn't get into, like, an argument with that guy. And I, I went back to, like, man, we've learned a lot since then. Yeah. You're, not, you're not looking at it the right way. Yeah, but... That's a great topic. Arguing with people who think they're right, but don't look at and you, they don't look at a problem. And we talk a, about that a we lot. We talk about that a lot. Man. That yeah. is horrible. I I always try and take someone else's perspective on any argument I'm in, right. and then I and then I try and argue from there. Even if I'm not so much educated on and I can only form basic arguments on a topic, I always look at it from their perspective. Like, okay, why put, are they thinking this way? You never put know if yourself. someone knows something that you don't. Exactly. Right. No. Put put yourself in their their shoes. I do. You're right. Try to look at both sides of it. It is. It's hard sometimes if you, especially if you have certain views and you're strong about them. But you get you got to understand the the thing I like about podcasts in particular um, is that you can have discussions with people, and for the mo- for the most part, you can actually have a civilized discussion and talk about things and actually get uh, get like a good dialogue and get good perspectives from e- each person. And I think. Uh, with like if you want to even go as far as these certain certain people that do run these pages and that purposely look for arguments or got like got your questions mm-hmm. it's not uh it's not productive in any way no you don't you don't grow as a society that way right no, absolutely not and uh i don't know man it, it's hard to see that that's why i deleted that tiktok app man it's because like it all it was is arguments and, and the thing with arguments is when once you start calling people names, that shit's out the fucking Gone. window now, right? You're not. No one's listening to what you have to say now. No, absolutely not. That just reminds me of that one Jordan Peterson interview he did with that um, that feminist anchor, and she ch- kept trying to get him, and then he just asks her a question. She goes, "Uh," and he goes, "Gotcha." You've been doing yeah. the same thing to me all interview, and I finally I got, got you. Him. Yeah, but you know, it, it, arguments like that too. It's like you. I shouldn't say arguments, debates like that. Debates like that is like you got to be able to hear people out and 
understand and, and like even like i go back to the tiktok thing but like what i was getting for my algorithm which is weird because i don't subscribe to any of that is like people being like i hate women or i hate men and it's like that is so detrimental for both sides to think that and it's funny because it's fucking 20 year olds exactly. saying it it's like how many girls have you fucking met dude like are you yeah. what are you like i met two right and i know what i know about them yeah <laughs> but, it, but you know like it's just it, it, it's it defeats a purpose because like these people are clashing and we're trying to all act i don't know why we're trying to act like we don't need each other everyone's acting like well i can do it by myself and you know I don't need this person, yeah. and it's it's a weird thing to me. That's that's weird because if yeah. you look throughout human history, the only people that have ever really strived is people that come together. Yeah, exactly. The only people who strive alone are like sociopaths and narcissists. Yeah. Those are people who just they have those conditions that they thrive in that sort of right. environment. But even if it's you know people that are like oh men are trash whatever whatever you still need companionship. It's like I said like even if you find companionship within same sex whatever or any sort of gender identity right yeah that's you know there's still a form of companionship there right. but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. not all men are trash and not all women are trash right not to mention you guys are so young saying this and to be honest everyone's fucking dumb yeah in their 20s yes, realistically absolutely. like you you, you you grow through experiences um just throughout life right so like someone that i'm not the same person i was when i was fucking 18 years old i'm not no so like and if you are there's probably not a lot of growth there as a as a person exactly. and, you, and, you, and you need to figure that out um i don't know man i just i don't uh, I, I don't i hated seeing it and i had to delete that fucking app because it was like and it's only making it worse and because you know you would listen to people are like no i like i agree with this person it's like hey man you're it, the app's doing what it's meant to do and it's dividing people and if you have that mindset towards everybody you were never going to be happy, man. No. There, not everyone is like that. Not every female, not every no. male is like that. Whatever you want to put out there. It takes people who do, and maybe even like, especially let's use TikTok, for example. If you see like a woman or some someone doing, or a man doing something horrible, that maybe that's not their entire personality. Maybe that's just a momentary lapse in judgment, whatever right. it is, right? You know, certain things like domestic violence is inexcusable in any case, whether it's a woman hitting a man or a man hitting a woman, in, inexcusable. But there's certain things in life where you're just doing something wrong. But if someone records that and that's only, uh, the only thing anyone ever sees, that screws your life. That completely narrows your complex existence down to a few seconds yeah. where you might be mad. You might be doing something you don't normally do, right? It's right. not representative of who you are in, uh, as a whole being. Right, right, I use right. being as a cap with a capital B. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I see what, like... I see what people maybe are trying to get at, and I, I'm not opposed to people having views out there, but it's like the fact that you have this strong belief of, you know, that no, they're they they all suck or I hate them all. It, it, it's it, it's a weird. It's it, I just go back to the men and women thing because it's just it's so weird to me. Like we all act like we don't need exactly. each other, and it, it's it's stupid. It's just dumb. And it's everyone weird. says things, but then you know, someone comes Years along later. Yeah. Someone comes along and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I guess I need connection. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Well, everyone needs connection. I think as humans, we all need connection. We all yeah. look for that fucking companionship, especially like I like, I always go back to like a guy's friendship, something about like a guy's friendship. Even my, my buddy's mom was telling me this. He goes, she goes, I really uh, like, I like a guy's friendship because you guys are actually there for each other. There's something about when your boy's going through something and you're there with him. It's like. I, I, it's like the brotherhood thing, and I think mm. that's actually really real between guys. Yeah. I really do. Like Absolutely. maybe maybe it is between females. I don't know, um, but like between guys, I always notice like 
it's just there's it's a, real bro it's real that's it's a bond real, bro right like i always go like i'm like i wouldn't do a podcast with anybody else bro i love this i die for you yeah <laughs> no that that's completely real i can't speak on female relationships other than from an uh the position of, a, of an outside observer, observer yeah, man yeah outside observer but yeah no guys i feel like you there's some real i've been in real toxic male relationships not sexually just like friendship right, right. I, want, I want i only say that because of that one over there pointing towards him so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope i didn't say something you're gonna make a stupid joke but yeah no i've been in toxic male friendships right where just yeah stuff. i have too. But then there's i have great best friends now awesome best friends who would be there who've been with me through thick and thin and they're just amazing gentlemen. at a certain it's, point it's not friends you're brothers now exactly right yeah right and uh yeah man i i i get exactly what you're saying you do have those toxic um friendships but i think uh I think you learn from those. Like, uh, even if it's uh, toxic uh, relationships with uh, whoever, like, uh, romantically, right? Like, I think those uh, I think those actually build you as a person. Like, I wouldn't be in this position that I am now, right? Like, with the knowledge that I have. Like, you know, I used to hang out with a crew that fucking love doing drugs and getting fucked up, like, sleeping for an hour, man. Like, they go for an We go there, sleep for an hour, go into work, and it was like, that was not the life I wanted, man. No. I realized very quickly. That I sounds, didn't. like, very self-destructive, but also very dangerous behavior as but well. But these guys had no ambition either, man. Like, they had no ambition to get better. Like, there was no initial... And it was, like, even me as a... You know, I was hanging out with these guys, like, 15, 16, 17 years old, and I was like, wow, man. Like, no one has no drive to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. there's no drive to get better. Not to mention, like... I'm not trying to uh, – I know in the future, like now, like as me now, seeing those guys the way they grew up, like let's just say a lot of them are either in jail or most, some of them are not alive anymore, right? And it's – like I, I feel bad. Like I'm not really proud saying that. And even the people that uh, I've cut off from my life, I always go back to I hope they figure it out, man. I wish nothing but the best for people. I really do. I hope everyone strives. Exactly. But uh, it is uh, it is sad to hear that, though, sometimes. I, did, I, I never liked that because it's not that they were bad guys. It's just that sometimes they went down the wrong path. Just yeah. went down the wrong path. And, you know, if you don't switch that, make that turn quick, it, that shit could catch up to you, whether if you, you want to say people end up homeless or end up dead or end up in jail. It's yeah. like one of the usually those three. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, like, you got to make switches. you got to make changes, especially if you're going to be successful, man. Or if you want to be successful, sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with success. Like, right. I, I've been reading, I love Jordan Peterson. I've been yeah. reading his book recently, his, uh, 12 Rules of Life, and one of the rules is you, you have to make sacrifices. Like, sacrifice is the hallmark of maturity where you're willing to sacrifice things now for better things to come in the future. Right. And I think that's true, man. Like, uh, put in the hours, put in the work early when you're young so you don't have to do it later on, right? Like, something about... Uh, I'm big on, uh, like, I my mindset started switching when I when I started going to the gym. I had a big weight loss right now. It used to be 300 pounds. Damn. Yeah. And uh, so I started working out. I, I believe if you improve your physicality, you'll improve your mentality. You will. I, yeah. I just do. I think uh, the fact that, you know, whatever we put in our bodies, whether you want to say it's alcohol, uh, certain drugs, um, or even, like, the, the, just the food we eat, because it's all fucking chemically based, realistically. And uh, I, I go back to, I think, that your mindset starts with that. But once I started proving my physicality, like, literally my mentality did change. Like, people may get tired of me fucking saying about the working out thing. I talk about the working out thing all the time on the podcast. And fuck, I had a guy recently on, and we just sat here and talked an hour and a half about working out and how it improves your mental health and everything else, which I do. I, I do believe that. But it, it's changed my life astronomically, man. It really has. Like, if, I know this is our first time meeting, but if you met me, like, 
I want to say only like four, maybe even five years ago, man, I was a totally he was a different. He's a different man now. Different man. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. a different man now, man. I, I'm uh, even the perspective thing, like opening my mind to certain things. And again, that's why I go back to this. Is why I wanted to start this, man. It's interesting talking to people. Everyone has a different view on life, man. If you really yeah. are open to listening to it, there's interesting ass people out there, man. Oh, absolutely. And I just I realized that I used to be. Since I've started following Jordan Peterson, he's gotten me into the non-ideological camp about a lot of things. Like, I used to be very ideologically driven. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, I'm more out there, more open, I was like, ideolo- ideologies and stuff suck. <laughs> ideologies suck. There's a lot of downfalls when it comes to the yes. ideologies. <laughs> yes. But then it all goes back to if you don't open your mind to improving yourself, you're just stuck in something like an ideology and you're not open, willing to expand yourself in any sort of direction you're just going to get, you're going to fall into stagnancy, complacency, and then your life just sucks. It goes downhill from there. Mm. Absolutely. I, listen, I, I'm not a huge Peterson fan. No? I, I listen to some of his talks, and some of, sometimes he's like, yeah, he's dead on. And other times I'm like, man, it kind of just seems like you're talking out of your ass. It's like, I don't know if you're, he talks with like the absolute authority. Like he knows yes. for sure what he's saying, like all the time. Like he doesn't turn yeah. it off. It seems like he's good at debates. Yes. I'll agree. He is good at listening to other points and getting his point across. But sometimes it's like, man, I don't know if you really know what you're talking about. I th- It feels like you just kind of, I don't want to say thought of this in advance and like put a talking point down and ran with it. But I don't know if. He has a very unique lecture style. And even sometimes like in the middle of his lectures and whatnot, or even in the middle of chapters, I'm like, what am I reading? This is so irrelevant to what you're trying to make. That's what I mean, man. And, but. <laughs> I read a chapter, it was about 60 pages mm-hmm. on one rule, and we started with the rule, and then we got into the Bible, and then he got into stories, and then it kind of petered off. Not, No pun intended. I was going to say, um, that was good if you meant that. No, I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it, it kind of got off topic, but, but then all of a sudden, he just switched it back, and everything made complete sense. He added another point, mm-hmm. and, and then everything fell like dominoes into place, and then he, he wrapped up the chapter beautifully. I think it was the third chapter, third or fourth chapter of this book. Not good on uh, self-help, so I don't yeah. think I'm going to buy it. <laughs> well, it's not self-help. It's not like this is how this is. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like anything that says, you know, if you want to become a better person, I'm like, I, I don't think I can. I think, I think I'm maxing that out already. You absolutely can. Oh, no, I'm pretty you sure. absolutely can. I'm so garbage. You are not that garbage. <laughs> You're a great guy. Dude, you just met me, man. Jake, tell him. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I've met he's you. a good guy. I've known you for like a year and a half. Uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a he, great uh, guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe some of those like self-help books or whatever you want to call them. I'm not saying that his book is a self-help book. I'm just saying like uh, maybe they do help In people. In my professional yeah. opinion, his book is a self-help book. Okay, sure. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, like, he, he would be a hard guy to debate, though. Like, Absolutely. that's a, that's a, if he can get his talking points on on going there he's so smart his his phd and his research is just stupid smart yeah stupid smart what do you think's the one thing you probably learned from that book you think uh that you took away from damn it i just realized what i'm about to say definitely proves that this is a self-help book i got Um, you (laughs) yeah you got you into this corner so easy damn it go ahead Um, say it so rule number one in the book is walk Walk upright. Like, don't walk around hunched over. Walk upright. Because it's clinically proven if you do. Even starting small like that. 
there's water. Awesome. There's I think I got some. Uh, I got some blue milk still here. Oh, I still got blue milk. I'm just saying, man. You could probably open any other self-help book, and that's like probably rule number two or some shit. Probably, but <laughs> it's clinically proven it boosts but your serotonin. And the thing is, mental the reason all the self-help books kind of sound the same yeah. is because usually they're they're telling you the truth. They're worded differently, and they're described and played out for you in a certain way just because the author changes or the point they're trying to get across is a little different. But usually it's like, hey, just take care of yourself, man. You know. <laughs> I don't think the one thing that he that I remember him saying about like uh, masculinity or whatever, he was like, I think you kind of should be. <laughs> Which I don't, uh, I don't know why even, again, I don't want to keep bringing it up, but that TikTok app kind of pushed that. And even, uh, you know, I'll even go as far. I don't agree with everything this guy says, so do not fucking rip me apart here. But, like, Andrew Tate, he was talking about, like, yeah. about being masculine, being a man. And I don't think uh, I don't think that was a bad message. Like, I really don't. Or he talked about uh, uh, being, like, a high value. Like, you yeah. should look for high-value women. You should be a high-value man. Essentially saying you shouldn't just be a bum, which no. I agree exactly. with. Like, I'm not looking for a bum necessarily, but... Uh, I don't think that was a, that was a bad thing it's that he just, said. That, it's just the misogynistic shit the that he said. Is, no, eventually, just, oh, eventually, you fuck. talk about masculinity and becoming a better man. Right. It just turns into misogyny. It, almost it, well, the depends, ninety percent of the time. It depends. Yeah. Right. Like Jordan Peterson. But that's what I mean. There's a line. There's a line, and they often cross yes. it. Right. Andrew Tate's masculinity is you fuck whoever you want, you get rich, you don't care about right. anyone else. Yeah. And that's yeah, a, that's Jordan Peterson's version of masculinity is okay. You have to responsabilize yourself for everything you do. If you have a partner, if you have kids, you got to responsibilize yourself for right, all of yes. everything. That's you got to take mean. care of them, yeah. and you have to be that self-sacrificing person for those people. There's a, definitely two different types of masculinity. Yeah. Right, and that's yeah. what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, I agree with him in the sense like you got to make yourself high value because you yeah. do. You, you, no one, no girls dating a bum. No, they're not. Like as much as you want to. <laughs> he raises his hand. And he's like, yeah, they, Listen, they talk to me. What's your girlfriend's name? I don't want to talk about it. It's not working. It? No? Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I, 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 that's our next conversation piece. Put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, I do think like you should try and you know make yourself valuable and be worth because that is what attracts people. It, it, whether you want to fucking pretend it doesn't or not, it, mm -hmm. does. Like, it does. That, that's what attracts people, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Can't be a sleazebag. Don't. Can't, yeah, you can't, don't. man. Don't be a sleazebag. Don't be a the difference bag. between a douchebag and a scumbag. We yeah. talked about that, man. That was like one of our first episodes. It's episode five, yeah. baby. Yeah, it is episode, episode five. five. We talk about what's, what's like the scumbag and then what's the douchebag, right? Douchebag. Oh, so you're saying douchebags are like... Way worse than scumbags. Way worse than scumbags? Way worse. Really? Way worse. Oh, Look, everyone, words, everyone I know, including myself and another gentleman in this room, is a scumbag. We just are. The things we do, the things we believe, the things we say, and just the actions we take daily, that's scumbag level shit. Right. But there's a line where you cross it, and it's probably the same as the misogyny line. I feel like that line is right there at the same point. It's just you become a douchebag. Yeah. No one wants to associate with a douchebag. No. When no. you think of douchebag, no. what do you think of? Fucking assholes. Oh, I right. just, all I can imagine is... This guy in Bull and Barrel. I don't know why I keep going back to Bull and Barrel. <laughs> you, got a whole, you got a whole boy zoomed in Shirtless, <laughs> just like super ripped from the waist up, nothing on the waist down, sunglasses at night in the middle of a club, backwards baseball cap. Yo, bro, I can't believe you on? talked about me like that. What the fuck is wrong oh, with you? It's crazy you saw Jake <laughs> downtown and you're just talking <laughs> all this shit. 
<laughs> but it, like, that's what I mean. That's a douchebag. That's a douchebag. No one wants that's to. A, as, yeah. No one wants to associate. You got like pit vipers on. Oh, that, <laughs> yes. I know. As soon as the description started, I knew what he was yeah, talking. Yeah, pit about. vipers. Yeah. And that's a douchebag. But there's a line below that where it's like you're just kind of scummy. Just kind of doing. You're getting by doing scumbag shit. Right. You're not the ultimate epitome of what a good man should be. Yeah, like a scumbag would be like you're hitting on like some girl that has a boyfriend, but you don't know her boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just yeah, like, you're yeah. like oh you're you don't know her boyfriend, awesome. so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Right, but if you but if it was like your boy's girlfriend, then you're douchebag. douchebag. You're a douchebag. Oh, but if you don't okay. know if you don't know the guy, that's game, baby. That's you good. Game. Actually, if you there's think that's game, <laughs> if there no. if there's a goalie in net. It doesn't mean you can't score. Boom. What if it's your homeboy? It's like, nah, I'm another goalie there, too. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. He's got it, man. That's what it is. I've been down this road many I've, times. I, my, my, my opinion is if there's a goalie, don't even try. You're just a good guy. That's what I mean. You're not, a scu- you're not the same level of scumbag. Right. Yeah. We were scumbag for a long time before we became semi-good human beings. Is that a right around the same time you guys started a podcast? I don't want to say it. It's <laughs> been a road of self-discovery. I don't want to say it. This has been two and a half months strong of self-improvement. This is what this has been. I stopped going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting more progress out of this. You got way better progress out of Look this. Look at no, me now. You just got forklift certified. I don't want to say that did like boost me to a new social level and like a fi- uh, like a I just like nobility. When, when I got my forklift license, right? Like they handed it to me and I was like I almost got this like chill and I was like, "Oh, my am I better than everyone?" Like you know? What I, mean? I was and like then you looked in the mirror and you confirmed you were. And I was like I, I, I almost immediately I, ga- I came home from work and I looked at myself and was like, "Oh my god, I'm forklift certified." My confidence like, grew. Yeah, I remember getting forklift certified up freaking new guy to the workforce it was horrible oh you're one of us oh it's, yeah I'm for, oh he's I one told, of us i told you this when you asked me to be here i was like listen man yeah, i'm like what's the podcast and you're like forklift certified I'm like awesome great i can be on it because i'm actually forklift certified people say it people say it a lot but you know a lot of them are just pretending like yeah the three of us i can tell we made oh it. he's got his fucking you got the license on I you i got the license on me so oh, yeah. let me see that shit uh, i'll confirm that <laughs> i'll confirm <laughs> that <laughs> It's expired. I'll tell you that. It's expired. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's expired. I did get it from this company too. Yeah. Do you get it from the same instructor? That guy's great. The younger dude? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, this guy right here. Randy, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like middle-aged dude. Yeah. Man, Randy, if you're listening to this, Randy Bazaar from Ala for uh, Ala Forklift Training. You're an absolute legend. You're a legend, homeboy. Absolute legend. It is expired though. We do want to. Uh, I'm sorry that it's dirty. I've right? never used it. To no man. So. Yeah, it's almost. You get not. You're not out of year. I don't want to say. But. It's, oh, actually, them. that's over a year. That's, yeah. over, that's, that's over, over a year. I don't want to say but that makes you less than us, but we didn't have mice. to. Re, uh, we didn't have to renew it. <laughs> yeah. COVID. Oh shit. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Not your fault then. You're still in. Yeah. yeah. You're still in. Still sparkling. Still. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm glad we clarified that. That's yes, good. We got to get that out of there. Fuck. <laughs> My Jesus Christ. Our respect level for you goes up every time I hear yes. it. I. Uh, what's the biggest forklift you guys are driven? Uh, all-terrain forklift. I think it was. I want to say like 1500 I, I don't know for sure. So, I don't know. I, I It was a big forklift. I don't remember what it was called. Only because, so when I worked at my, uh, I worked at two shops. This shop is not running anymore. I can give you a whole bunch of stories at this shop I worked at from when I was 16 to 18. I didn't know you needed a license to drive forklift. So, I was operating forklift without a license for the longest time. And then they had oh, this shit. big, th- one of those fuckers. This one right here. No, that no, no. one? No, no, no. No, 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 no yeah. Which second one? one? Second one from the left. Right there. Yeah. That one. one. I, I those was, ones. Yeah. Those ones are a fucking beast to drive. I drove one once. 
Without a license, I was driving that. Oh, Do you okay. understand? Yeah. So I was driving one of those bitches uh, without a fucking, without a license. So then when I went to the shop I'm at, I didn't even know you needed a license to drive a forklift. Because yeah. they were like, can you drive a forklift? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, let's see your license. And I was like, oh, I don't got one. And they were like, what? And so, but when I went to the class and like they make you do the driven and shit, they were like, "God damn, man, yeah, you definitely know what you're doing." Wait, they made you guys do a, a, a driving portion? Yeah, yeah. The guy we just uh, had a written portion. And he goes, "Hey, do you guys want to jump on the forklift? You, if you don't, here's your licenses. Go. You guys all passed. That's if you guys want to jump on, go ahead. We yeah. had to do a, a 50 minute test. Yeah, they give me a 10 question multiple choice, and then they're like, "All right, here's an obstacle course. Don't drop your load." <laughs> Well, yeah. no, we didn't even do the second part. They don't. They didn't even let you drive like a regular forklift. They made you drive this one. Oh, the old trains with the uh, the side, uh, the cab on the side. Yeah, this yeah, is how this is how I learned to drive a forklift. And then I got on like a regular forklift, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so, so easy. So much easier. It's so easy because the wheels can turn ninety degrees. Yeah, it's like this one is so like. Great. You either got crab mode, so all your wheels fucking move independently, or like you drive it like a car. <laughs> there definitely are people that should not have a fork of license. Though. Like true. I knew one guy that, like, I'm not even kind of joking, drove it into the wall. I've seen people. Like, do how that. the fuck did you do that, man? There is um, this is a confirmed story from Chrysler. Um, I know the witness. I won't say how I know the witness, but. They were coming out of the bathroom with their buddy, and they see a forklift driver who looks higher than a kite. Like Probably he, it's Chrysler. Yes, it's Chrysler. <laughs> so the man is driving a forklift just completely out of it with his forks halfway up. Mm. And this two, one guy looks at the other and goes, let's follow him see what happens. Dude runs into, you know, the uh, they have pallets of just glass stacked up next to each other. Oh, good. Dude smashed through 15 of them before the <laughs> before it stopped, before the forklift stopped, and it only stopped because it hit the pallet. Oh, my God. And then he goes, what happened? And my buddy just leans in, turns off the forklift, and goes, and you are done. You're done for the night. Yeah, Union you had him sit down for 45 minutes and back up on the, fort, on the, on the job. Yeah, these guys are so good, Rob. He's all right. Well, I think it's mandatory that you're under the influence while working there, right? Right. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's part of the contract. Yeah. It's part of the contract? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Not 100%. Sure. There used to be people with vodka bottles there, like they next to their workstation. I'm not surprised. I and love Union so much. <laughs> I know. The, the Pacifica is a great car. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say that. Only they uh, recalled almost a good amount of them, didn't but they? You know, I'm not probably. surprised they re recalled a lot of them. Because the, the, they classified that thing as an SUV, too. So I remember. How's yeah, that? That's a minivan. They do. They classify it as a. It is a. It's a minivan, and I had an argument with my buddy's mom. I had an argument with my it's buddy's mom. It's a minivan. Because she was like, "Oh no, it's an SUV." I told my husband I wouldn't. I'm like, "That's a fucking van." It's a van. And she was like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "That is a fucking van." No, it's a van. That is not an SUV. You were totally wrong. If you can pull your door and slide it to one side, that's usually a minivan. I thought that was like the whole definition of minivan is yes. the sliding doors. Yes. Right. But it is classified as SUV, weirdly. That's probably so, just for uh, tax reasons. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. You can chalk anything up to tax reasons if you think about it. Well, they couldn't it. call it a minivan after they stopped making the caravan. So the caravan was a good vehicle. Dude, I, the caravan. my grandma let me uh, use her caravan sometimes, but that bitch whipped. It does. You know what I mean? They do. And they Whip. were well made. They last forever. Right. Forever. Right. Cars don't last for shit now, man. No, no. they don't. They don't, man. Really we don't. talked about that on here one time. I was like, I want a steel frame. Just when I get hit, I just want to know that. It, yeah, that car is sturdy. That, that car has barely any damage. Like we're gonna, it'll probably kill you. Yeah, but oh, good. The damage will be minuscule. <laughs> 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 the car won't be damaged anymore, but it will no longer. Your be brain my will be scattered. Yes. <laughs> 
You'll be so discombobulated. <laughs> Your brain will be um, um, scrambled eggs. Oh my gosh. Mashed potatoes. It's been a long day. Potty. It's been a long week. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I was a short week, and it felt longer than any other week I've had, like in the last month and a half. I'm done OT, baby. Baby, back on OT. Back on that regular time. Back on Woo! that regular time. Yeah, I was yeah, working yeah. overtime for like three weeks. Shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Damn. When is family day? Not close enough. Family yeah. day's in the spring, really. No, no, yeah, I know it's really? soon. I know it's soon. Let's ask the all-seeing eye of Google. When is family day? When is the next holiday? Thanksgiving. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel like something's close. It's gotta be like I just family want, day. I just want the next holiday. That's it. Yeah, family days in uh, family days in February. Man, I don't. Next one would be Thanksgiving. I believe. That's in November, right? Yeah, yes. Thanksgiving's in November, yeah. October, November, yeah. Somewhere around there, yeah. We're probably wrong about that, dude, but who knows? Yeah, but we'll, again, we'll probably get a public holiday for the coronation. God, I really what hope. Do, what do you think that date's going to be? It's got to be soon, but they have everything planned. Yeah, Operation London Bridge, man. Yeah, Operation London Bridge. Damn. Everything's already in place. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Do you try to look it up, Chase, or no? Yeah, it's fucking, uh, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Canada. Oh, God. fuck, man. Looking at the states right now. I never look up Canada because it's like we're so fucking. We're, we're so, so close. close. It's almost the same. Like I talked to people from Toronto and I noticed they have a distinct accent that's different from ours. Yeah, we yeah. have we have a weird accent. We have a, like we Americans have feel like we have an accent, yeah. and Canadians think we have it. I was working some guys who thought I was from the south. They thought I was from like like Georgia, like Texas. I'm like, what do you? You got the accent, man. I'm like, I don't th- like, I don't know if it's because I'm wearing cowboy boots at work and it just happens, like naturally it comes out. But <laughs> <laughs> you put on those cowboy boots and you're like a totally different human being. I am. I'm wearing a fucking belt with a scorpion on it. I yeah. got cowboy boots. I'm. It might just. Be like, what are you talking about, man? I'm from here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was born and raised here, man. Yeah. What are you? What are you talking about now, man? I'm from Windsor, What's Ontario. Dang, nagging. What? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? But yeah, no, it was. Three separate people at different would you times. Go, would you go to the south? Absolutely. Yeah? Texas. I want to go to Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. yeah. Why? Oh. Barbecues? Yeah. Daisy yeah. Dukes? Yep. Yeah. Guns. Woo! Amen! Hell yeah, America! Nothing, nothing I want to do more than wear, wear some Daisy Dukes at a barbecue and shoot guns in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they just don't care. They're like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like mandatory when you live in Texas. They're like, here's a gun. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they, they have a tank museum been there with working tanks. Yeah, I see. They have yeah. some of the, the last remaining MG42s that are operational. Those are you can't shoot them, right? Though that's the only thing. You drive them around. Oh, you can shoot them. Not the tanks. Oh, they can shoot the tanks. Oh, they're operational tanks. They don't let you. But like, will they let you sit in it? Yes. While they drive? Yes. While they shoot? Yeah, I've seen maybe. This is dope. Will they let me load around? (laughs) Probably not. Come on. You know how dangerous that is. Come on. In theory, where you go? Show me once. Yeah. Let me shoot it. You put you put your hand in the wrong place in a tank. It's gonna you're gonna lose your arm. Worth it. Tank? I would definitely go on a tank for yeah. sure. Just say I was any so, part of loading an MG42. Yeah, but I've always <laughs> said for the barbecue, that's why I would go. Like, I just want to go to a cookout. Man. I want to go to Frank's Barbecue. Is like that like a famous OG place? Frank's Barbecue. What's Frank's look like? Can we see, yeah, see can what Frank's, Frank's looks like? So, um, Frank's in Texas, right? Yes. Do you know where? Oh, I couldn't tell you. South somewhere, but like southern Texas near Austin. But this guy, Frank, he, yeah, it's a famous Texas barbecue. 
he started, he had a cooker and he had a truck and he pulled it up behind the truck into a parking lot and he would just start smoking and selling outside of a smoker. Oh, no. It's, have, you know, been to, have, have you been to uh, like uh, Ribfest? Love Ribfest. I've been to Ribfest so everywhere. Good. So everywhere good. I've been. I love Ribfest. I love ribs. What's like your, uh, what would you say is like your favorite barbecue type of food? Barbecue type of food? Ooh, definitely ribs. Ribs, yeah. Gotta be, gotta be a nice meaty rib. Yeah. But it, you gotta have even pulled pork. You gotta have macaroni and cheese with it. Right. Sourdough bread. Yeah, for you sure. You gotta have that authentic experience. You like pulled pork? Ah, uh, depends. On oh the man, if you can make pulled a pulled pork. pork sandwich. Oh fuck! I would fucking. Right. Oh, I love so, pulled pork, man. Have you ever had a Philippe's blazing barbecue sauce? No. No. Look them up. They're a small business here in here in Windsor. They're baller they're great they're oh, yeah? smoky they're smoky How do you maple spell sauce that? it's great i gotta look it up <laughs> <laughs> i was you gonna type I it in spell and i'm like i don't know i can't spell i can't read sound out. Can't. why do you think we fucking why do um, we started this thing <laughs> I, I, I work in construction <laughs> so it's f-e-l-i-p-e-s oh philippe's yeah philippe's philippe i heard Philippe. I'm like, I don't know, man. Is that no, kind Philippe, of H in it? Philippe blazing barbecue sauce. So it's blazing BBQ. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what he, they're great. They're absolutely amazing. They have like a, they have an assortment too. They're, <laughs> wait, so this is a company that's in Windsor? Yeah. It's and they barbecue sauce? It's small. Yeah, they make, it's, it's super they got small. A it's, Facebook it's literally page. a dude and his sister that run it. That's nice. it. He cooks it all himself. His name is Philippe. Go figure. <laughs> That makes complete sense. Yeah, I know. But yeah, all right. Yeah, ch- check them out. They're I'll really put this. Good. I'm gonna put this link in the description. Do it. Sponsor us, Philippe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Hold on. I want to see if there's one place that I know. Um, if they, because there was this place called uh, Buffalo Wings and Things, and I wonder if like this is the sauce that they. Uh, is it local or where is it? It's local. It's on Tecumseh Road. They might. They do. They have a dry rub now. They put in popcorn, but they also use a uh, Wolfhead whiskey. I think. No, they... it's River. Sorry, it's River uh, City okay. Original. Never mind. It's not the same sauce. Yeah. But anyways. But no, Philippe uses the same whiskey for drinking. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's good whiskey, man. It's great whiskey. It goes in everything. And I don't, I don't like Wolfhead's actually premium shit, man. Like I went right. there for uh, a work uh, a work Christmas party, mm-hmm. and uh, that's baller. Oh, so bad. That's kind of badass. So, yeah. Well, I've ruined that for everybody. Yeah, well, was, I would too. That was my fault. Uh, yeah, I got... Because it was a... So, I got there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, because usually, like, my my work in the past would give, like, drink tickets. And, like, you had two drink tickets. That's all you can get. And then yeah. you have to pay for the rest. So, yeah. I was like... So, I remember I got there and I was like, oh, like, what's the... How many drinks we get? Like, what, what's the situation? And someone said it was an open bar. I looked at that uh, waitress and I looked at her I said... Every time my cup is empty, do not hesitate to bring me another one if it's an open bar, because I did not give a fuck. And man, I uh, I did a number that night, man. I, uh, I I fucking pushed the envelope. You know what I mean? Like I fucking. I've, I've only had their uh, coffee whiskey, but I'm very interested in the other ones they have. The cinnamon one? Yeah. You would think it tastes like Fireball. I never. Uh, have you had Fireball? Um, I think I had it once. I didn't like it. It's not the same. No. Because everyone's like, oh, no, the cinnamon. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not Try the same it. at all. Mm-hmm. Try it. I'm telling you right now, it does not. It literally ha- is like cinnamon. Because, like, the fireball is like that. Like that. It gives people that, uh, like, I don't even know what you want to call it. It's like that bite. But then it's also, like, the hint of cinnamon. But it's, like, hot. You're like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. But it's not like that at all. I'm a big whiskey guy, man. I have, like, a lot of whiskey in my uh, cabinet. Like, if you open my cabinets, 
I have a big li- liquor cabinet filled with shit, man. Damn. I love it. I have like Buffalo Trace, uh, Maker's Mark. Maker. Uh, I don't know if you ever had Maker's Mark. Honestly, I suggest that whiskey. I don't know if you're a whiskey guy, but I would suggest that. Uh, that's a good mixer too. I had uh, recently this Canadian club aged like 12 years. That shit was great to mix drinks with. It was awesome. Yeah. And then I also had uh, Wild Turkey. That was the... Uh, I heard good things about Wild Turkey's really good, man. Good like, try... Like, you should have that whiskey, man. That shit's fucking gas. I'm more of a... I, I started off as more of a beer guy. And now I'm starting... With your beer? Depends. Depends, but my... You don't have, like, an absolute favorite? My absolute favorite has to be probably Beer Moretti. It's a northern Italian Okay, wow. I was like, this guy's going to say Bush Light, right? (laughs) No, no, no. Beer Moretti. It's a northern Italian lager. It's like, if you took Guinness and Keith's and put a halfway point, that's Beer Moretti. Really? Wow. I like, uh, I don't know if you ever had Moosehead. Yes, I've had Moosehead's fucking good, man. I put that underneath Keith's. I, yeah, they taste very, very similar. Yeah, but they do. Keith yeah, has a mo- has a more bold flavor palette where Moosehead is a little bit more watered down. You start and starts tasting a little bit more like the the bush and the cooler. Right. I don't know. Me, and my uh, me and my buddy, like my one of my best friends that's uh, in the army. He uh, every time he comes back, mm-hmm. we'll actually uh, finish an entire case of that. That's Damn. like our tradition. That steak in that <laughs> steak in is that. He, is he part of the reserves here or? Yeah, so yeah, right? Devin's infantry, uh, I think he's here. I shouldn't speak on too much, but I, do, I know he is in the army and the infantry, and I think he, there's, a, there's something. Not, there's something. There's, uh, it's not there's, like reserves. He's like, he's out there. He's oh, actually he's, out. He's full-time. Like, yeah, full time, like yeah. he went to Lafayette and shit. Damn. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good buddy of mine. He's been Damn. like my best friend since grade one. Oh, excellent. Yeah, he's a really good guy, actually. He was on the podcast. He fucking, we, we had, it was called the case race, and holy fuck. Yeah, they did a case race. They, What's uh, a case race? They I try assume, and finish a case Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so we each had a case here. And see who finished it first. And see, then it they went, got about fourteen beers. We got, in we got fourteen. Oh we got fu- in two and a half hours. Bro, that's like so. Like near the like near the end. Like if you listen to that podcast, it's like two and a half hours long. So if you listen to that podcast, like the last thirty minutes, me and Devin are not even talking. But all, all you hear is us is like drop in like. Like drop in. <laughs> yeah, that's all you hear. Because we're just so we're just so fucking drunk yeah, at that turns point. Yeah, turns into ASMR. <laughs> we're just drinking. We're not even talking anymore. We had another guy show up like halfway through our podcast, and he, uh, our buddy Alex, he sat down and started talking to him and him and uh, like we barely said anything the last half of an <laughs> they hour. They couldn't really talk. There's just two guys talking. All you hear is yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> it, that's all you heard though, man. That's all you heard. But uh, those occasional slurps. Yeah, and you you had to realize very quickly, like, oh shit, we can't do this anymore. Like, you know, we can't be drinking like an absolute animal on here, especially in like a two and a half hour period. Yeah, right. That's hard. You got to like extend that. Yeah, shit. again, you're getting close to at least three poisoning. hours. He ended up throwing up once he dipped out of here. Yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't throw up. No, I've never thrown up alcohol. Really? Never. And I've pushed like wow. man, he's he, pushed he, the he, limit. He knows. He's watching me. I've. I'm not even kidding. One year, uh, my. 20th 20th 21st birthday my friends actually got me so we we pre-game before we went out so they would get me actually they got me this shot glass that holds four shots Mm -hmm. so every time they took a shot i would have to take that one that was my glass and the whole goal of that night was like we're gonna try and make you throw up and uh i i just was like okay like i didn't care i think two other people threw up 
Yeah, but two not him. two other him. people threw up except me. We gotta start. We gotta start mixing. That's what you gotta do. You start mixing things. You gotta throw in like a Mike's hard lemonade and like beer. I was go, man. Like, we finished hard. like uh, that Smirnoff ice. Um, love Smirnoff ice. That rocket. What it was it called? Berry blast. The berry blast. Freaking That's what it was. That so we finished a bottle of that. Then we would go to. We went to like Arius that night. Got a bunch of drinks there. And every time. So we didn't bring, we couldn't bring that shot glass. But so every time we were there, every time we'd get a shot, someone would get me two, mm. and it was like that all night. And I just never no. threw up, man. Never. Oh. It's never been like I don't know. I don't know why I haven't. It's not even like a really a brag. It's just I really haven't thrown up. Like I just haven't. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, and it's I because he cheats. I don't like to talk about it. So I, water. So listen, no, I do it at the end of the night. So I beat the system. This I defeat a hangover. If you wanna, you know, mm-hmm. you wanna learn from the master. Of uh, you know, no hangovers. Yeah. So I get before I pass out. What was that eye roll? I seen that from a fucking distance. You piece of shit. Jesus. You know I'm right. So don't roll your fucking eyes. Wait, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna take a guess before you tell the story. So I'm gonna take a guess that you make yourself throw up. No, no. no. Never thrown up. No. 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 So I'll get. I have a two liter thing, uh, and I'll fill it up with water. Like it's a jug. So I fill it up with water, and then. I put my vitamins. I take a. I'm a big guy on vitamins. I've talked about it so much on the podcast. They don't do anything. Shut the fuck up. They don't do anything. anything. There's certain ones that just don't do anything. They do. Yeah, they do. Not it all. depends. Depends on your diet. Depends on your diet. Yes, it's right. Depends but if diet. you it if you already get the whole podcast about it, Chase. I'm just guy. saying. I am just saying. At a certain, you can't. I'm sorry. Sorry about the yelling. <laughs> it gets intense. <laughs> I had to take. If off your my diet phone. already <laughs> reaches the peak of how much intake you can have, taking more vitamins doesn't do anything. Depends it on helps. Vitamin. Definitely helps. Depends on I, more, more is better, I think, in everything I do in lifting. Uh, depends, depends on the vitamin because some vitamins and minerals you will just pee out once yeah. you hit, like vitamin C. That's like, what I mean. You can't you just consume. Pee it out, right. And But other ones you can store. Like, I think iron you can store. Right, yeah. More. Yes, but um, a majority of the vitamins that are sold over the counter, like for the workout market, they don't do too much after a certain amount because your diet already consumes the amount that your body can process. Yes. I can agree with you on that. Yes. Yeah. Continue with your hangover cure. Anyways... <laughs> Before I got really interrupted by Chase, um, <clears throat> I I, uh, I got the water jug, and then I'll put my like vitamins all next to my water jug. So when I come home from my night of drinking, right, my night yes. of drinking, I will chug. I'll actually take my vitamins and I'll down that entire jug of water, right? He forces his forces Force his body to hydrate. And that's then you get you get a piss like a motherfucker. I was gonna right? imagine, yeah, but like th- that's. You know, normally people when they chug water, that's when that, that tips them over the edge to throwing up. That's not why he takes the, the not vitamins. The, yeah, not yeah. the young Jacob. That's why he not, takes the vitamins, bro. That's why I take the vitamins, and that's why then I wake up no hangover. And vitamins. everyone's always like, "What the fuck? Why are you not hungover?" Because everyone else will be in rough shape. They, they are. They are Flintstones. They are Flintstones vitamins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he only eats the big ones. I can't take pills, man. I need chewables. Good. He only eats the big ones. Yeah, it's only acceptable kind. What do you mean? Start popping them like they're just fucking regular candy, you know. What I mean? When you were a kid, did you guys like just down those like a mother? Like one day your parents weren't watching, so we you just grabbed the, the bottle. F- we never got them. No? no, I remember. We had this. What, what brand did we have? We had chewy ones. They weren't like uh. crunchy. They were chewy, super chewy. They tasted like crap. They were like the bird brand option of those. Is that what you're saying? No, they were pretty. They were like a like a. Jameson, they were Jameson brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jameson would know, yeah. Jameson's the fucking, like, the icon for vitamins, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You would know. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I like Jameson, bro. I like the the whiskey, too. (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) 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 I'm so funny. Uh, That's why I keep you around. Thanks, man.
Well, I think this has been a, a very nice one. Actually, we talked about a lot. More yeah, we actually diverse topics than usual. Fucking right. It's nice to have someone that's actually uh, educated themselves at all, and uh, you know, actually took the time to research their own topics instead of just you know talking out of their ass and taking right. a guess. Yeah, it was actually dope, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate no that. Shit. Thanks for having me on. Maybe, maybe I'll be back. Yeah, you will. Yeah, why not? Oh, Fuck it. Okay. It's always open. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening for this long. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to get forklift certified.